to the top fourth podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Peter. I'm an Arsenal fan. Special guest, we've got Evan in the building, Liverpool fan. What's going on, Evan? How y'all doing? Thanks for having me on, guys. No problem. Hey, listen, Evan's got a new YouTube channel. Link is in the description below. All that football talk, all that Liverpool talk. Make sure you guys have a butchers. I'm joined by David, an Arsenal fan. Fam, when was the last time we won a, a lunchtime kickoff game, bro? Vlad, <laughs> 2 0, you're done, not at the Arsenal. Vieira, whoa, Vieira, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, jubbly. I'm joined by Adrian, a Liverpool fan. We ain't got no money, we're gonna win the league. We ain't got no money, we're gonna win the league. We're at we're at the bit of up on the roads. A couple of midfielders behaving like cones, but um, but we move, we move. Small bump in the road, but we still go. We move indeed. And I'm joined by Oscar, a Chelsea fan. We've got Super Thomas Tuchel. He knows exactly what we need. Thiago at the back. Timo in attack. Chelsea going to win the Premier League. I think it's outrageous that Adrian said we're going to win the league after the shocking performance you guys put in this weekend. I need something to believe in. I need something to believe in. Crazy, crazy. I'm ready to talk football, guys. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, cool things to discuss. Yes, we are ready to talk football and we have to kick things off the only way we should. And that is, of course, Nuno Espirito Santo has been sacked from Tottenham Hotspur, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get your first... He got sacked in the morning. Literally first thing in the morning. You know what? It's weird because, you know, breaking news, uh, Nuno has arrived at training. I'm like, he's the manager. Of course he's arrived at training. What's going on here? Yeah, they did it with Steve Bruce. I remember, like, he's attended training this morning. Mm. It's like, dude, like, of course he did attended training. What were your initial first thoughts? I'll go to you, Evan, on 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 the sacking of Nuno. Was it fair? What's your overall thoughts on Tottenham Hotspur? Uh, the sacking of Nuno just sort of furthers my belief that there really are only two categories of managers at the highest level. Those categories are you're either Pep Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp, or you're entirely expendable. It just seems. I guess Tuchel can be in that category too. But it Slow just seems down. like the job, Slow the down. job security of anybody outside that golden three, just seems to be completely shot. I just, you know, you you want managers to have more time. There's there's something for me that's inherently likable about Nuno. I'm not quite sure what it is. It's definitely not the way he sets his teams up. But there's just something about him that I kind of like. But at the same time, Daniel Levy's got a bit of a ruthless streak, doesn't he? He sort of let Poch go at the yeah. first sign of the wheels coming off. So it's it's a Levy-type move, um, and Conte is definitely a Daniel Levy-type appointment. So I can't say I'm surprised, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, David, was it the right decision? Uh, they fumbled the, this appointment in the summer anyway, so he weren't first choice anyway. So once the wheels come off keep losing games we're gonna sack him so Daniel Levy needs to hold this L bro <laughs> it's a fat L for sure Adrian man what was, what was your thoughts at around 10 11 o'clock this morning I'm shocked but not, not surprised I think they literally waited for the first day after Black History Month to, um, to announce it it's sort of thought you know in October it's a, it's a bit sticky but first of November going in um I feel for Nuno because clearly he wasn't Spurs' first, second, third, fifth, you know, probably nine, ten people ahead of Nuno in the picking order of who Spurs actually wanted. They ended up they ended up getting him. 
um, and, and, and it's been a complete shambles. Like the question I have to ask myself is why was Jose Mourinho sacked on the eve of a cup final when you know there wasn't a ready-made replacement and, and, and Spurs are completely pissed, pissed up the wall, really. Full sorry for him. You know, play, I, I think a couple of one or two players have you know down tools a bit, you know, Harry Kane, namely. Um, and you know, unfortunately, we're just never going to be the right fit. Um, this is the guy who's essentially he is Jose Mourinho light. I think Spurs probably would have wanted um, a bit more of a progressive play, a bit more of an established manager. So it was never going to work really even from the start. And, um, you know, it's, it's never helpful as well when, you know, I think Lucas was the best player of the weekend and you take him off in, what, 55 minutes. So he, I, I think he was getting things wrong himself. So, yeah, it was really going to go one way, really. Oscar, was the decision harsh? Uh... <sighs> Like, I don't want to say harsh because I just don't think it was the right fit. But I think it's it's gross mismanagement of the situation from Spurs because they should have never hired him in the first place. Like, they should have never hired why? him. Why, would, why should they have never hired him? Because why would you sack Jose Mourinho and then bring in Nuno Espirito Santos? Like, it's clearly... It's clearly not the way you wanted things to go with Jose. You didn't want a defensive coach. You didn't want someone that was going to... Um, you know, not play an attractive brand of football. And then you brought in somebody who, Nuno, who did well with Wolves, did, did fantastically well to make them an established Premier League side, but essentially wasn't good enough to take them to the next level and get them playing in Europe on a regular basis. So why would you then decide to bring that person into Tottenham who are trying to get, not even into Europe, they're trying to get in the Champions League? It just doesn't make sense to me, really. So it was always going to end bad. You never felt like he was as good as a Mourinho or as a Poch to take them to that next level where those two superior managers couldn't take them. So I, I think I think that was harsh about Wolves though, not taking them to the next level. I think that was very harsh because bear in mind, Wolves, yeah, Wolves three years ago were in the championship. It is harsh. Pete, can I can I read some comments? Because the, the the people are are commenting. <laughs> um, David says, good evening, uh, everyone at the Top 4 podcast. Good evening, David. C1 says, Nuno got sacked in the morning, just like David said. Um and then Lola, Lola's echoing um, Adrian's sentiments uh, about he waited until Black History Month was over before they sacked. <laughs> is is Nuno Black? Where is he from? As in he's Portuguese, isn't it? Yeah, he's Black, isn't it? Like, yeah, I don't know why I asked that question. Nigeria is, yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I look at him, I don't, think, I don't think of him as a Black person. It's so weird. I, I yeah, don't know it's why. Odd. It's yeah. odd, but he is, though, isn't it? Um, C1 says, Oscar, end on Bele's first 20 minutes in Conte's training session. It ain't easy. It's not going to be easy at all, man. We know we know what that Conte lifestyle is about. Um, Abdi, who's a Man United fan, says, uh, no Conte for us. He also says, talk to me nice. Wow. Do you need to talk to Abdi nice? No, 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 we, don't. no we don't. First of all, let, let, me, let me chop up on Tottenham a little bit because, look, guys, this is, this is why I have the respect that I have for Tottenham Hotspur, which is none, by the way, okay? Oh. Because... This football club is so unserious. Was it not two years ago in November when they sacked Pochettino and they recruited Jose Mourinho? And I said to you guys, he cannot fail at Tottenham Hotspur because they can't have brought him in to win trophies. It can't, it can't have been that. Because if they thought that he would win them trophies, I said back in 2019, no manager is doing anything great with Tottenham Hotspur. None. The reason why... Because when you look at the table and when you look at Nuno's sort of time in charge... They're not that far away from the top four, okay? And the truth of the matter is nobody expects them to be in the top four. No one in this group right here expects Tottenham to be in the top four this season, 
Okay, so if that is the case, then what the heck are you sacking this guy for? You, you go. I'm saying, like you said, why did you sack Mourinho? Why did you sack Poch? I asked these questions each time it happened, and I'm asking this question now. Why did you sack Nuno? If it's because of style of football and whatever, have you? Fine. Okay, go ahead with that. But look at the managers you recruited in succession. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's a bit of a weird one. This, the common thread, though, with these three sackings, I include Poch, Mourinho, and, and Nuno, it was never that bad. It was never that bad to sack Poch. It was never that bad to sack Mourinho. And it was never that bad right now to sack Nuno. I am mm. so confused. Yeah as to what on earth is going on at that football club. And the rumour, of course, which I'm sure we'll get onto, are we not going back to the Mourinho method if we're deciding that, you know what, screw this guy, we need to get somebody who's going to determine results, get wins, get trophies maybe. Like, I'm a bit confused. Because what happens when his, you know, Conte's still unattractive football doesn't get him wins because his team is a joke, not because of his coaching? Then what are we going to do? I think you hit the nail in the head there. I feel like, it, in, in many respects, what Daniel Levy is trying to do is almost trying to replicate a Roman model, wherein if, if I see that, you know, the brown stuff's hitting the fan and I'm seeing it's not working, you're, you're getting out. I'm going to bring in somebody in my mind so I think it's better. So he said, Poch, Jose's better than you. He said, Jose, at that particular time, you know, of where we were going as a club, um, you know, the, the options that I wanted, i.e. Conte, you actually wanted Conte in the summer, um, Fonseca, those all people are better than you, you couldn't get them. So I, th- I, th- I think that's what we're seeing. That's why he is sort of trigger happy because in his mind is, if I can get a better manager now, I want to do it. Bro, hmm. it's, not, it's not about now though, man. You man have moved into a sta- new stadium. There's no money there. Your squad is trash. Like, bro, you should have kept Poch. Obviously, you're not going to challenge top four like that. Just pay off the stadium, then after that, start investing in the team and off you go. What you're doing trying now to is skip them. You know them winger years after that move to Highbury? Everyone was just going. Now you're trying to skip all over that and get to the end. It's not going to happen, mate. Why Why does Conte want to join Tottenham Hotspur? Can anybody explain? Um, oh. I, I, I think he just wants to get back in the mix. Like, I think Conte... Look, he, uh, if, if rumours are to be believed, he, he turned down Tottenham in the summer. Mm. So he's still fenced there. But I think he's looking at them like, you know what? It's a club. They're in London. I can't, like you said with, with Jose, you can't really fail with Spurs. If Conte goes there and fails, it's like, well, it's Spurs, really. It's, mm. it, doesn't, it doesn't look like a huge blemish on his reputation. And they've got some good players. I mean, there's worse, play, there's, like, there's worse available jobs right now. And it's 18 month deal, deal as well. So, sure. I heard he's getting 20 mil over 18 months too, which sounds like an awful lot for a guy who has a reputation for being sort of this short term mercenary like manager. So, I mean, money talks. So, yeah, because I think the rejection in the summer was personal terms, wasn't it? It wasn't necessarily what's the ambition of Tottenham Hotspur. So, clearly, they sold this project, if you will. And obviously, director of football, former, formerly of Juventus also had Conte when he was there. So it's a, it's a case of, there's a relationship there. And I wonder if, is it Peritici? I forgot how to pronounce his name. But if he turns around and says, look, Levy, bro, I can get Antonio in. Just pay him the money and he'll be here. Now, whether it means it will work, I, I am amazed. I refuse to believe Conte is joining Tottenham Hotspur just to be back in the mix. I refuse to believe that. Because there are so many... 
it's, it's inevitable Oli will lose his job. It's inevitable, okay? Then Chelsea, you never know what, you know, next week you can't tell, you can't predict Chelsea next weekend, right? Then also you're looking at, you might look at Arsenal, you may see something there. Who knows what goes on at Liverpool? Who knows what happens um, at City over the time? But like, or even even the big clubs in Italy, some, you know, Juventus are having an absolute nightmare at the moment in Serie A, right? Pochettino is is bound to get sacked by the end of the season at PSG. So when I when I'm Conte and I'm weighing my options, my stock is really high right now. Yes, there's not great jobs available, but believe me, there will be if you practice some patience. There will be Tottenham Hotspur. Mm. I don't know. Pete, we've, uh, I've got to interrupt you. We've got breaking news on the Monday Night Football. Wolves have just taken the lead. Uh, Huang has scored against Everton. They're checking it for a possible offside. Yeah, yeah, he has scored again. He's breaking that Bundesliga curse. But there is, I think it's just offside. I think it's just offside. Yeah, I don't think it's going to count. Um, yeah. Uh, Big up Bruno Large, by the way. Turning, turning Wolves up, turning Wolves around, man. Turning Wolves around. Mm, turning Wolves around from, from where Nudo left them. <laughs> um, Lola says, um, sack Jose for a foundation, Jose. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, he's he hasn't got the trophy, so I can't even. It's disrespect to call him Foundation Jose, or you know, like Jose Light, or whatever no, it is. No, like he's nowhere oh. near. He's not won any trophies whatsoever that are worthy of note. You catch my drift? Yeah, like he didn't win anything. So you know, and as you said, what was it? Fifth, sixth choice manager, whatever it is. Um, Abdi says, have you seen Spurs' squad? Absolute shower of crap. Why are their fans so entitled? Two major trophies in 30 years. They need to know their place. Shambles of a club. Well, well I don't know about that. Are the fans, yeah, yeah were, the, were the fans right to to want him out, basically? By the way, that goal, that goal was 100% offside, by the way. Uh, just, just clarification. Okay. Um, were the fans right to want him gone? Like, because he's saying that the fans are entitled. And I've seen a lot of that narrative on Twitter today. People are going like, oh, who do Tottenham fans think they are? Demanding nice football and demanding certain things. And it's like... A a group of fans can demand what they want for their football club. It doesn't matter if it's how high they are up in the scale, how low they are in the scale. Truth of the matter is, like, I I come back to this every, every six months or so. We have a conversation about Tottenham. And I say to you guys, take off what Pochettino gave you for, like, maybe 18 months. At Spurs, remember this is Tottenham Hotspur, and I was screaming it since 2014, and I was hating. I was the hater, and rare, rare. and I'm yeah, like, yeah. even Daniel Levy kind of believed the noise and the gas. Oh no, we should be a Champions League side. That's why these managers are getting sacked. It's like, oh no, 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 you, you did well. Your manager overachieved, but guess what? Jose Mourinho didn't get you in the top four, and I can tell you now, Conte is not getting them in the top four either if he goes. Do you think do you think like Tottenham need to start again? Because obviously I don't want to get into the whole Harry Kane situation because we could be here all day if we talk about him. But their squad is like decent. Like they need to know their place, Oscar. They need yeah, to know their place. You're talking about knowing their place. I agree with you, but every club has to have aspirations mm-hmm. of being greater and being better. So, you know, if you're if you're a top six side, then you want to essentially push yourself to be a Champions League side. That but is I'll top them a top six side. Hey, I'll top them a top yeah, six side. Wherever they are, they're trying to get better. So what was wrong with Nuno? Nuno wasn't getting them better, it seemed. I mean, I think that's really games. Say again. Say, Adrian. 
I think that's harsh, like, because, like, if, if, if I'm a Spurs fan, I'm looking at it like this, right? 18 months ago, or whatever it was, we was in the Champions League final. Um, there was a time where genuinely, now so some, some may call it a false image, we were genuinely challenging for, for, for league titles. We, we were up there and our names are in that. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, hang on a minute, this squad is, this squad is falling off due to poor, due to poor um, infrastructure at the shop. Um, you know, we, we haven't, there was a time where Pochettino was on a precipice to take us to the next level. He wasn't backed. And I'm sitting there and now we're having debates about whether or not we're going to make the top eight. Like, I don't, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't blame Spurs fans for thinking to themselves, hang on a minute. And also, that performance on Saturday, I don't care if you're Tottenham or, or Shamir Rovers, that was an absolute disgrace on any level. So if I'm a Spurs fan, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, no, we don't deserve this. We don't. They're five and points on fourth. They're five points on fourth, Adrian. Talk to me. They're fighting where they should be. I'm confused here. They're fighting where they should be. They're five points off fourth. They're in the top four race, if you will. Okay? Is it that bad in the same way when they sacked Poch, when they sacked Jose, now they sacked Nuno? Is it that bad? It's still early in the season as well. So they can actually arrest the situation. And plus, bro, if a manager like Conte is available... I mean, but but uh, he's that's, been available. That's, that's what they said. Available. Yeah, true. That's what they said about um, Poch, innit? When Poch got sacked, the idea was it, he's only been sacked because Mourinho is available. They got Mourinho, didn't last very long. Since when have Tottenham now become the sacking club? It's a bit weird. They've gone backwards. Since when, Oscar? Did you say? Oh, yeah, I'm they've gone backwards. Give you, I'll, I'll give you some stats. They've had 15 managers in the last 30 years. But okay, yeah, they've been a sacking club. But the Poch era almost put a stop to that. He was there for a, a long time, considering like when you compare it with other Premier League managers. Five years, I mean. We're not going back to the Martin days. But anyway, Pete, a new member of the panel. Yes, we've got Ernest in the building. Manchester United fan Nuno Espirito Santo has been sacked. Before we get into the Man United game, what are your thoughts on the Tottenham situation? Did Oscar call me a new... A new member on the panel. He did. As in, you just arrived. Wow. No. <laughs> Everybody knows. I think you're newer than Evan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a lie? What's going on? Um, what do I think of the game? Um, I couldn't fully watch it on Saturday, but watched it again the next day. Um, for podcast purposes, because I have I want nothing to do with this club. Um, but Man United, we. We, we weren't fantastic. We were just... We played a bad team. And, yeah. you know, we... we um, Oli went back to... Everything that I've been saying about what he should do is um, go back to what made him popular in the first place, which was um, counter-attacking football, um, sit deep, and just, like, pick teams apart in midfield with the tenacity and, like, combativeness of, like, Fred and McTominay. McTominay had a good game, by the way. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's it was like Cavani and Ronaldo are just two elite finishers, and yeah. it was just like I, I had I almost had tears in my eyes. I was like, "Raw, these lot play for my club, and I can't even celebrate their presence here because like it, we're under tyranny, man. Like this is real, like Mugabe hours, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> Mugabe like, I don't know, but um, uh, yeah, I don't think we played spectacularly well. We just got the job done. If I'm being honest, we got three points. We beat Tottenham. Um, and it feels like um, we are on the verge of more and more stupidity from the club because 
there's a ruthlessness that we should have that we don't because as far as I'm concerned, Conte should be in Manchester. Like he shouldn't be anywhere near the M25 because we need we need we need someone who can um challenge the other three top coaches in the league. And you 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 realize the chasm, like the golfing class with Oli and the rest. I don't even have to say their names, like we all know the levels in the Prem. Mm. Um, considering the quality of attacking talent we have at the very least. Whatever you think of our defence in our midfield, that's fine. But um, our attack can do damage to most teams. Um, And I feel like Conte got the best out of Lukaku. Conte got the best out of Diego Costa. Conte got the best out of Hazard. What would he do with Cavani, Rashford, Ronaldo? That's just three of the the rest that I've mentioned. You see what I'm saying? So... um, do you have that same optimism with him at Spurs? Not at all, you know. I'm not. I'm not looking at this Tottenham thing as a as a miraculous like. For, uh, it's a game of perspectives. I think Tottenham fans would be happy, but Conte is going to be going to find himself in a similar situation that Pochettino did, where it was like, "I've got a team, but I need better," and Daniel Levy is not known to do better mm. in terms of his transfer signings, like. If I look at this Tottenham team, like what made him think that Doherty was an upgrade from Aurier? Like what made him think mm-hmm. that? When I look at yeah. um, Bergwijn, Bergwijn about one thing: his waves. That is, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm looking He's at Tot- good, Tottenham's man. team is full of like bang average players. Um, shout out to Zeke. Um, like Tottenham's team is full of bang average players. Um, and it's been that sure. way for a long time. I remember when they first signed Davison Sanchez. His first North London derby, I said, this guy's a backup dancer. He's not serious, wherever, wherever. So I'm looking at Conte like Conte can make, Conte can turn water into wine for real. However, like okay. Daniel Levy is a very stubborn man when it comes to like purchases. Like Tottenham's last, what, five signings have been who? Like Brian Gill hasn't played. Um, oh. I don't know. I don't know how good Rodon is. I'm not sure yet. Not good um, enough. Yeah. yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So, so, yeah. so, we could we could talk about Spurs's recruitment for the last eight years, and I I, I will pull up a list of them. We could but be here all day. Do you guys remember Paulinho? How can I forget? Yeah, we're going, we're going yeah, way back to The thing is, yeah. though, but even like you know the Lacelso transfer fee, we don't discuss hey, enough. He's the Davidson Sanchez transfer fee, you already know that was my first initial problem. Then you even look at the play, the like Endon Belly, how much they cost an arm and a leg for those players there. Yep. We are talking about, play, you know, it's not like Spurs have been short of a few bob. Even though they've got a billion pound stadium to pay for, they are spunking money away yeah. at the end of the day. They, their recruitment, both managerial and on the pitch has been diabolical and Daniel Levy needs to hold the fattest L. That's the that's the person every Tottenham fan should be getting at. Nobody right. else. It should right. be him because he's the one that's caused this problem in the first place. Not giving Poch the money when apparently there wasn't there wasn't any and then you've given and then you started funding him when it was too late then you funded Mourinho all this money I, I, and now I, you're funding this one. Didn't it take him like a year to get Lucas Moura? No, no, was it was it to get Lucas Moura or since Lucas Moura it had been a year, he was like their last transfer in like 12 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, like, it was one of a long time. Yeah, and I'm like, bruv, like, 
is does is Conte coming here to do an audition for United? Because <laughs> because I'm looking at this Tottenham team and I'm thinking, Harry Kane. I'm so sorry, yeah. The guy is moving balmy, bro. Like it's not mm. even cool, man. Mm. Like everyone and their dad is making excuses for this youth, man. He has down tools. He has absolutely down tools. He doesn't want to be there. And personally, I don't care if he doesn't want to be there. But now that they're making it the project, like, resurrect Harry Kane sort of things. And I'm like, guys, like, no one asked you to sign that six-year contract. You decided to sign him. Yeah, it's on him. It's on him. I wonder if he's got a big part to play in this sacking. A huge part to play in this sacking. That's what the streets are saying. Because I'm not surprised if he went over to Levy and said, look, if you... Like, I don't want to be here, but at least if I'm here, let's make this club a bit more ambitious than what it is, right? And yeah. don't get me wrong, the, the, the argument I'll make is, Harry, look at what club you're at, first and foremost. Where have you been in the last 20 years? Look at the football club you play for. So don't, don't expect fairy tale. That's what you're after, okay? Yeah. And if they get Conte, it's an absolute miracle how they got him. It was a miracle to get Jose in the first place. So the fact that they could have two bites at this cherry where you're thinking to yourself, Okay, maybe they'll they'll compete again, right? But like I said, they're not far off from the level they should be at right now. Evan, Let, I mean, you know, oh, Pete, just before we go to Evan, I just want to say, ladies and gentlemen, we have our goal: one uh, nil Wolves. Max Kilman from a corner. God, Wolves again. Well, you know what? Yeah, it's an interesting one because Everton lost last week, and now you know after having a great start to the season, they're they're losing again, and they're not playing well so far. Half an hour played, so we'll see how that turns out. But, I'm feeling, so, I'm feeling sorry for us already. I just, I just want to read a couple of comments because I missed a few of the guys. Shout out to Easy92. He says, yo, big up top four podcast. Hope everyone's having a good day. Big up you, bro. Congratulations. Um, another baby on the way. Big up yourself. True. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, okay. congratulations. Okay. Another Chelsea fan joining the world. How right. oh, great. Um, Baraka says, uh, if Conte goes to Tottenham, expect him to throw a fit like a five-year-old child at the end of the season. I agree. Um, Chelsea fans have suffered with Antonio Conte. We've had the, the, the best and the worst of him. So Do you know what, Oscar? Do you know what? On, on this occasion, though, you remember when I said with Mourinho, this is the situation you have to you find yourself in. You either bow down or he bows down to you. You cannot have two powerhouses there. Hence, mm. Man United's fail, failures there. And hence, even Madrid towards the end. It happened again at Spurs, right? Where they were not really meeting eye to eye. I think the fact that they got this director of football who knows Conte, I have a feeling this director of football has told Levy, stay out of the football, leave me to deal with the football. I will get the guy that I need to get in and me and Conte will have that conversation and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I personally think to go to go like, you know, second time round for a winner who needs to have money, who needs to do X, Y, Z, then something sort of tells me that Levy's saying, you know what, let me take this L. Mm. Let me change my ways mm. by not getting involved. Not even just change as a human being, but let me not be involved. I'll leave uh, Peritici to deal with this, this situation. And this time it's on him if this flops. Does that make sense? It does, but it's optimistic. It's hopeful. Um, Why is he joining? Why would Conte go to Tottenham? You're not telling me he wants to be at the party. That can't be the reason. He, he wants can't to be, be in the a, a new stadium where they fill the beers up from the bottom. So what, he could have a... What, 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 what a Peroni? Come on. Yeah, Come so, on. Got a bit of an echo. I don't know who that is. I'm hearing myself twice. No, we're only hearing you once. Is it? You can only hear me once? Yep. 
you got the echo. Evan, how far can Tottenham go? Where should they be aiming? What should be the plan when it comes to Tottenham Hotspur? That's really hard to say because they, they did the power move of building the new stadium, right? They, they did what Arsenal did when Arsenal had that momentum in the 2000s. They're like, let's, let's embark on an expensive project, which ultimately, if it comes off, it'll make us too big to fail, in a sense. It, it'll mean we can't slide down the footballing pyramid too far because commercially we'll be too big. I, that, that, that is the identity and the philosophy behind building a new stadium. That's why you do it. The timing of it is, is unfortunate because they, they start that as the Pochettino era is petering out a bit. And they do it also during COVID, during the financial clusterfuck that is COVID. So it's like, mm. it, it's really poor timing from Levy. Some of it is his fault. Some of it isn't. It, it's hard to tell what they're trying to do beyond that. Like in terms of the actual football being played, I have no idea what they're trying to do. I applaud them for, I applaud them for building the stadium because I think that's that's what they should have done with their Pochettino momentum. That's absolutely the right move. But I, you know, we we talk we talk about was was Nuno let go because he wasn't playing the type of football that was required. You you can't tell me that Levy wants to play exciting football because his his last three managerial appointments like completely counteract that. Exactly. We're on Conte now. We just did Nuno. And we and they were coming from Mourinho. So you can't tell me that Levy cares about that. Le- Levy doesn't care about the quality of the football. He cares about the bottom line. He cares about financially how Spurs are doing. And he wants a manager that'll get them into European places nine out of ten years. That That's what he cares about. He doesn't care about how exciting it is for the fans or what the players want or any of these things. We we can sit here. Go ahead. No, no. I was just saying. I actually agree with you on that point, but it doesn't explain why Nuno then is gone. Because yeah, you know they still had a chance with him, didn't they? Yeah, I I mean you pointed out like point wise when you look at their squad, when you look at just all the circumstances, like they were roughly where they should be point wise in the table. You know, you know, if if they have a squad that says they're the sixth or seventh best team in England, you know, they were they were right in and around that point wise. So Nuno was neither underperforming nor overperforming. So it is a bit weird to let go, to let him go. And I think um you guys had it spot on when you're saying there might be some politics going on there, you know, the uh, sporting director getting involved, Kane asking for things behind the scenes. There might have been some handshake agreements as in, okay, I'm not going to force my move to Man City anymore, but if 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 we're not at this level by this month, I want him gone. There could be some really like shady sort of toxic things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. But at the same time, the, it's the, the, the culture of firing managers is so cutthroat. It wouldn't surprise me that Levy is petty enough to just sort of decide he doesn't like, you know, Spirito Santo one morning and just make that call. Do you know what? You said something there that's just rung a bell in my head where you said, you know, Nuno hasn't underachieved, but he hasn't overachieved. And one thing I'm noticing, the, the, especially with the Poch era, he always overachieved until he didn't. And as soon as he didn't overachieve, that's when the, the boot came in for him. Mourinho was expected to work. I don't know what kind of miracles, because I, I guess Poch was sacked around November so that Mourinho could come in, rescue the season, top four, I would assume. And again, we're in a situation where a manager's doing basically exactly what we expect Tottenham to be at, 
If you're not, but I, I, in my mind, I'm like, who do Tottenham think they are? <laughs> you catch my drift? I do not understand why they think they could, they should be getting managers, and if they're not overachieving, they should be fired because nobody underachieved in those last three appointments so far. Not none of them have underachieved. So it's very, very confusing. Uh, you know, Lola's saying that they had no chance with Nuno if if what they wanted is top four, even top six. Well, why did you sack Jose then? You catch my drift. Sacking Jose is is as clueless of a decision, especially because they had nothing to come with. You know, like Ryan, a man in his twenties was was managing the football club up until the end of the season. You know, they sacked Poch, who has been an incredible manager for them in the last, you know, one of the best over the last twenty years. Somebody said that they'd won two major trophies in in, in thirty years. I, I'm not calling the League Cup a major trophy, are you? Because there's two no. League Cups since '91. No, so I want to know what's the major trophy we're talking about. <laughs> I I just want to point out because they they obviously needed a special manager like Poch to navigate them through the financial hardships of building the new stadium, maintaining yes. your momentum. They needed that guy, and you're 100 percent right. As soon as he wasn't overachieving in every metric, they booted him out. I mean, you look at Arsenal. Arsenal had Wenger to navigate them through that era. You know, when, when they had $15 million as a transfer budget every summer. <laughs> Who the hell is Bakari Sanya? I don't know. But by the end of the season, he was the best right back in the league. So yeah. they, they, had that, they had that Sir Alex Wenger-like figure at the helm sort of running the show. And maybe Poch was that type of guy to a lesser extent. But at the very least, the hit rate for signings was better while he was there. Some of the players they're bringing in... Like, I think you, you said it best. Like, for a team that's trying to navigate a difficult financial situation, they're just pissing away money. I, oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't have the right people making decisions. There's some shady backroom politics going on. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be impressive how far they slide, in my opinion. I think they could go for a joyride down the table if they're not careful. Big, big joyride. Um, let me <laughs> update you on what's going on at Molyneux. It's 2-0. Um, wow. Yeah, Ben Godfrey, he played the ball. He, he did a back pass straight out of the Steven Gerrard playbook. Oh. Right, right into uh, Jimenez's feet. Jimenez oh. is back because the finish was absolutely dirty. Like he, he chipped the keeper. It was a really, really good finish. But 2-0 um, Wolves, long way back for Everton and Rafa. Do you know um, what, man? I'm worried about Rafa, bro, because like Liverpool, you know, Everton fans—they were going to give him a little bit of respite. Look, let's see what you can do, and he started well, but he is always a red at the end of the day. And as soon as the results start going the other way, five-two at home to Watford, and now you're losing two-nil away. Now I, I understand. Look, Calvert Lewin's injured. I think they might have a few more injuries in in, in there, but nonetheless, I mean, Richarlison back starting today. Um, yeah, I, they're not forgiving, mate. Goodison Park—they're not forgiving over there. They yeah. will turn on you fast. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not looking good. It's not looking good. But I just want to say whilst we're here, um, please, please, please like the video if you're watching and make sure you subscribe if you're brand new. Um, as, <laughs> in the description, we've got Evan's YouTube channel. So go and subscribe to that. Yes. Top football content, Liverpool business. So for all you Liverpool fans out there, jump in. Okay. And if you're a football fan in general, get involved. Pete, last few comments, and then can we please move on from Tottenham? Because I'm sick and tired of talking about this scumbag team. Oh, I'm feeling sick. Don't worry. LB says, Conte is the biggest mercenary. I'll never forgive him for the 17-18 season. Absolute pagan. No. Guys, you did not live it. You did not live it. 
No, no, you <laughs> did. But, but I saw your board say, we want you to defend your league title. Here's Danny Drinkwater. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. Where's <laughs> <laughs> my flaming striker for goodness hey, sake? Uh, give you this league again. Give me a striker. You refused. And give him Giroud. He's a mercenary, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I used to feel the same way. I used to feel the same way. Like, what's the big deal? Oh, it didn't work out. But then talking to Oscar and other Chelsea fans over the summer, I sort of got some, like, background info on, like, what exactly (laughs) went sour with Conte. And now I I don't think they're crazy anymore, to be honest. Guys, guys, if Conte is your manager, he'll make you sick, honestly. He will make you sick. (laughs) Come on. No, no, Pete, I used to watch every single press conference, yeah? And they'd they'd say, you know, what what can we expect for the upcoming game against Man City or Man United? He would say, my expectation is to suffer. That's what he would say. He would he say that, mark, that we are going real. And I'd, I'd look at this guy and I'd be like, there's no way that team, that Chelsea team that he had was meant to finish fifth. I know it, it was the worst transfer window ever. And some people blame the board. Some people blame Conte because we don't know who's who picked which players. I think mainly it was the board that was to blame for that transfer window. What summer was this? This is this 28-17 summer, yeah? Yeah, so after we won the league in 2017, we had the summer. We spent about 200 million, and all of the players were terrible. Zappa wow. Costa, man. Zappa Costa. That's why the list, the list goes on. Oh, goes God, on. you're naming some shockers there. It, it was horrendous, but it, right. it was horrendous in part. Adrian said he had no striker. He had no striker because he pissed off the, the world-class striker that we had at the time. So it, it's, okay. partly, it's partly Conte's fault, but... Um, yeah, let me read some more of these comments. Yeah, we already read uh, Lola's comment. Zeke said, Spurs went from Pochettino to Mourinho, Nuno to Conte. Do you guys think there's a clear plan from Levy? Does that like a plan to you? No. If it is, I want to know. I want a PDF. I need to find out what the heck it is because there clearly is not. Oh, yeah, Pete, a couple of Chelsea fans are coming in and just backing my point. Uh, Baraka says, Conte texted Costa after we won the FA Cup, telling our top goal scorers that his services aren't needed anymore. He has blood on his hands. Um, if, okay, go on. It, Zeke says, Conte used to say, my expectation is to suffer at every press conference for his last six months. The game at the Etihad also made me take a break with Chelsea. I, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. Conte, that Conte 17-18 season is one of my worst seasons supporting Chelsea. It was honestly horrible. Like, obviously, I've been fortunate to, to grow up as the Abramovich era came in, so I've seen a lot of success. But that season was a shocker. Worse than the Mourinho season. Yeah, the thing is, Conte won you the title. When you lot were coming from obscurity, by the way, because the year prior, you finished 10th and were lucky to even finish 10th. I think Hiddink had like nine out of 10 wins, right? In his final, in his little string he had. And man won you the league the next year. Not even like, oh yeah, let's build this team. Boom, 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 boom. But like, it goes to show, just like I say about Mourinho, if you give man the peas and you let him do what he wants to do, Conte wins titles. There's not a club he's managed, obviously... He's managed clubs before Juventus. However, mm. since being Juve manager, he's cracked the code in terms of them winning the league when they hadn't won it in ages. He's yeah. then won it with Chelsea. He's gone back to Serie A to break the curse and win it with another with another Italian side. Like, listen, if you give man the, the, the needs, because, yes, he is very ratty. He is very, you know, he's going to be on that board's neck. He's going to be on their neck from day one. And say, if you think I'm going to get you anything, you know, he said it at Inter. 
he wanted to leave in there for years because he was like, what are you not giving me to win this title? They finally gave him what he wanted and he still said, nah, bun this. You're not trying to sell my players. I'm out of it. So don't worry. This yeah. relationship at Tottenham will not last long, by the way. It will not last long. Pete, before we move on, Abdi has been patiently waiting. He said, I've been here 40 minutes and no one is talking about United. If we had lost 3-0, it would have been the main event. You absolute haters. Um, I mean, can I talk about Would it have been if, if, if someone's got sacked? Would it? Would Man United be the main event? I mean, if if this was the El Sakiko, wasn't it? That's what they called it. So <laughs> and it, and if it Man United had lost 3-0, we would be sat here talking about Oli out. But, you know, Oli's still in a job because... Cristiano Ronaldo is still that guy. Um, I, I understand why he wants us to speak about him because they did play a new formation. They did try something different and it came off. Um, the only real issue here is that the Spurs are that bad. Lads, it's so, Tottenham. Yeah, <laughs> that's, it's what, Tottenham. that's what it is. Abdi, Abdi, be very, very careful because you said talk to me nice. Remember who you're playing midweek and remember who you're playing on Saturday, okay? Because we'll be looking for you Monday night. We'll be looking for you again next Monday when when City have had a piece, when Atalanta may have had a piece. Do you know what I'm saying? But listen, credit where credit's due. You beat Tottenham Hotspur 3-0 away from home. But, you know, again, I mean, Tottenham gave you the cushion. No disrespect to Man United. No disrespect. You played well and you done what you did best with your counter-attacking football. It worked. You picked your moments. Tottenham's defending, guys. Uh, we've rinsed Manchester United on this podcast about defending. We've rinsed Arsenal in years gone about defending. Let me tell you something about Tottenham Hotspur's defence. As a unit, as a collective, as a bond, it does not exist. Never put your stocks in their defence. Never. Never so, in your life. Put any shares in there. Let me give Talk you to me, bro. Yeah. Talk to me. Here's, here's why um, things should get sacked here. Yeah? Five wins, yeah? Mm. Zero defeats, five losses, yeah? Goals scored, nine. Goals conceded, 16, bruv. I'm sorry, bro. It's not good. <sighs> it's it's not, not that great, bro. You played, you know you get... played 10 games, bruv, and you only scored nine and you've conceded 16. Have you got less, have you got less goals than games? He's not going to set up his games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> <lost 50%. laughs> uh, Lola says north, south, east, west, L's all over the gaff for Spurs. They're not safe. Um, but they, 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 they ate free, they ate free against Palace, they ate free against Arsenal, they ate free against Man United. Who else who else gave them free? Chelsea. Did you give them free? Oh yeah, we gave them a free piece dinner. Yeah, <laughs> Man, them are just handing free piece meals. It's yeah, Kano's mill, Kano's mill. Lola says, I said it before, why are you gassing the Spurs when they're dead? Um, it's I, true. Can we move on from Spurs? Yeah, we can move on from Spurs. enough. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look, at the end of the day, we know what we're going to expect. Let, we'll, go back to last week's pod and copy and paste that for next weekend. Once Man United have gone through Atalanta and City, we're pretty sure of it, especially Man United being at home. If Man United were away, I would have said, maybe, maybe. But they're at home and Guardiola will take the mick. He'll take the mick. Especially as City lost on the weekend. We'll get to that as well. Because um, we don't beat them at Old Trafford, you know, and under Oli. We beat them at the Etihad. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Plus is that is that Laporte's out. Um, and mm. we'll see what we can do with Stones, but I'm I'm not hopeful. No, no, no. I, I don't surprise I you, mean, Oscar. Where should we go to next? Uh, I, I think we should go. We should go to Merseyside. 
Rosie Swades. Oh, we've yeah, got our Liverpool mates. We've got a couple um, of Liverpool fans that need to explain what happened on the weekend. First of all, to, to the Liverpool fans in the building, a point gained or two points dropped? Adrian's face. Uh, I'll let Evan take this one. Big, big debut. Well, it's uh, it's it's two points dropped, and it's uh, you know, I mean that that's how that's how you have to look at it. It's it's the nature of the Premier League. Every every single game weighs a ton. That's why we love it. You know. Mm. What happened specifically? I mean, the tactically, the the, the points were lost in midfield. Um, Without Fabinho, without Thiago, there's no control. There's there's gaps all over the place. Um, there's a clear playbook on how to get at Liverpool with that midfield three or without those two players, at least. Um, and because because the nature of the Premier League is the way it is, it goes from this three o'clock kickoff at home to Brighton, where we're two nil up inside uh, thirty minutes. You know, it seems it seems to be like a free hit, just like an easy win. And then you hear that City are completely capitulating against Crystal Palace, and then we go on to drop the points. So all of a sudden, it goes from this lackadaisical, sort of casual, easy win type of situation into a potentially title-deciding result. Because we all know, everyone here can attest to it, at any given moment, City can win 20 games on the bounce when it matters the most, regardless of how crap they look during the winter. They can just turn it on in March and just go on that run. So. Yeah, it's 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 a really disappointing result for us. You know, a lot was made about how when Liverpool went to Old Trafford, they didn't really have to get out of first or second gear to win so convincingly. That's true, but Liverpool definitely didn't get out of first or second gear against Brighton, and they were punished by a superior team, tactically superior to United. So Brighton had a game plan. Credit to Graham Potter; he kept his team in the game when they were sort of teetering a bit. Um, but yeah, it's it's two points dropped and. It's uh, it's I'm trying to keep my head about it because you know still undefeated, basically qualified for the round of 16 in the Champions League. So it's not like, you know, it's not like all you know, when it rains it pours type thing. But you know, it is two points drops, definitely. Evan, what, what did you say though? Uh, you know, you were two 0 up. Okay, of course, you mm-hmm. know, if you're two 0 up, you should put that game to bed, especially when it's teams like Brighton. However, Brighton had six shots on target. Um, they nearly did score in the end when Trossard was, uh, you know, should have buried that at the very end of the game. The reason I asked the question was more so because when you look at the way the game panned out, it could have been very easily, you know, it could have been a loss, uh, a loss at Anfield, which would have been very, very scarce. Um, but yeah, that's why I sort of was sort of thinking, you know, is it two points dropped because of the fact you were two 0 up, or that it's against Brighton, or should we look at it as a point, you know, sort of saved because? of the way the wind was blowing towards the end of the game. It, it can definitely be all those things. You can make a case that it's every single one of those perspectives, but anytime Man City capitulate against a bottom half team and you're playing at the same time and you're two nil up, you have to look at it as two points dropped. You have to bring the wider context of the, of the weekend into the picture. Mm. Mm. It's true. I mean, Rob, um, Robinho, big up to Robinho saying that, you know, finally converted their XGs. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brighton, I mean, is, uh, should we take, should we respect Brighton this season? Considering after 10 games, uh, you look at the results they've got, you look at where they are on the table, should we at least just put some respect? Did, we not, of respect? did we not respect them last season? I felt like we respected them. I sure I as hell like, didn't. I sure I, as hell didn't. I, I, you, you didn't, but I was in, I was Why, in, why did you? I, 
No, as in I respect I respect what they're about. I I just think they they are a little bit overrated in my opinion. Um, I think they're a really good team. They play great football. They create a lot of chances, and they need to to find that cutting edge to actually convert those into goals, like Robin's saying. But I think last season I I remember hearing people say that oh Graham Potter would be a great manager for Man United or Tottenham, and I was thinking, well that's that's we're, we're putting the cart before the horse here. He hasn't actually done anything yet. Like he's he, he's he's played a decent brand of football, but last season they were fighting relegation towards the end. Like let's not lie, they didn't have a top half finish. They weren't pushing Europe. So my whole thing is I'm going to wait until they're doing something that is beyond what you feel the squad is capable of. He's made some of their players look really really good, and credit to Graham Potter. He's he's the coach is probably the best thing about the squad. But um, yeah, I'm I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait before I call Brighton anything special. Adrian, uh, the sort the slaughterhouse that is Anfield, were you sort of kicking your teeth when you're thinking, damn it, we haven't got three points here, we should be putting this, this side away, especially with Man City losing at home? Well, I almost left my, my front door with no shoes or socks on. I was absolutely, I was, I was shell-shocked. I was shell-shocked. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I saw. Um, and Can I ask, Adrian, how did, you, how did you find out? Did you watch the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously the three PM kickoffs, yeah, like, yeah, it, we, yeah. We, not everyone can watch the game, so you never know. <laughs> you might just be checking your phone to find out the results, which is always worse than actually watching it and seeing it happen. But yeah, carry on, Adrian. And and, and it's mental because um we, we talk about moments in a football game, and the commentator actually made a fantastic point because at one point we um. We went three 0 up in the game, but Sadio Mane so he sort of hands or he sort of slides to block the ball and hand handballs it. And then the commentator makes a very poignant point about all Brian need to do is, in the balance of play, to convert these moments into their own favour. Because right before um, we actually scored, Alisson made a big save, literally sixty seconds before, and then uh, and then they did what did what they had to do. But it's Worrying as a Liverpool fan because, in my opinion, this is maybe the third, if I'm being harsh, fourth time where we've been asked to show our title credentials, where we've been asked to put, put our nuts on the line and say, here we are, here's what we're all about, we're here to regain our league title. The Chelsea game was an obvious example. The the Brentford game, now this game, in the lands where what Evan said, where, you know, City, City dropped, City lost 2-0 at home to Crystal Palace. When, when, when do you ever see that? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, sure. you know, Chelsea are playing as well. Chelsea handled their business. So for me, it's like you know, you're in a driver's seat where you're tuning up, you're constant, you're on cruise control, you're in absolute cruise control. You end up not only not not, not only dropping two points. You know, you, you could have potentially have squandered all three at the end if if, if Chelsea was a bit more clinical. That's it. Then I asked to ask myself, you know, what is the the problem? Is it the midfield? Is it now, Julian Ronaldo? Yeah, yeah, he had loads of critics, you know, myself included. Um, and ask, you know, what, what what did he do? Maybe it was as simple as being in the right place at the right time. Maybe it was as simple as being available all the time. Because, um, again, Evan may have mentioned um, Thiago and Fabinho, fantastic players, but, you know, you see, you see what happens when those two aren't in the side. So it, it is worrying to a degree because, you know, the, 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 the shout from Liverpool fans, the shout from myself included is, well, if everybody's fit, you know, we're, we're going to walk this, well, not walk this league, but we're going to win this league. But, 
Can Curtis Jones do what we need him to do? Can Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain do what we need him to do? Can Henderson in the six do what we need him to do in particular moments in the season? That that will remain to be seen. But um, yeah, so 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 so, so that's, that, that's my take on that. It's, it, it, is, it is quite worrying because, you know, you're 2-0 two, two up. In your head, you're thinking to yourself, right, easy three points. I'm always going to watch the game. And then obviously, Matthew scores, scores that one to go. Yeah, what a, what a, what a hit as well. Absolutely, very Madison. Um, Evan, what, 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 where do you think Liverpool will finish at the end of the season? Um, my uh, the my prediction ever since the transfer window shut was that Liverpool will go deep in both major competitions, but ultimately fall short due to a lack of unaddressed squad depth. Um, so I could see us doing second and being within six to seven points of first and I can see us you know getting to the to the semis of the Champions League potentially a final but maybe falling short because I think we left quite a lot of holes in the squad without making any major signings apart from Kanate in the summer window um Wijnaldum's been a huge miss um he's an un- he's unpopular on about 50% of Liverpool Twitter. He's a really divisive kind of figure, but you can't say that Liverpool haven't missed him. The guy who plays nearly every game in a run where you get 103 from 105 points in the league can't be that bad, can he? So it's, it's, um, must have been something. Yeah. And you can, you can see why Nalbum's skill set. He plugs holes. He's conservative. He's fit. He's as athletic as almost anybody in the league. And he can play, you know, nine games in as many days. So I think I I try to be really careful when I talk about what the club should and shouldn't do in the transfer window. Because as you guys know, Liverpool have gotten so much right in terms of recruitment. Um, yeah. So it, it feels, you know, over the top to bite their head off over everything I disagree with. But what I think is a complete malpractice and a complete failure is for them not to have had a Genie Wijnaldum replacement lined up the day after he left because the club knew for some time that he wasn't re-signing. The club sure. knew he wasn't extending, and they had plenty of time to figure it out and identify some targets and sort of send some feelers out there. And for all I know, they did do that and couldn't find anybody they liked, so they ended up not pulling the trigger on it. But, and, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just to add to that, you know, we know that Liverpool, obviously, they're not big spenders in the market naturally, um, the fact that you guys were linked with Saul, who Chelsea ended up getting for five million on loan, yeah, like I mean that's a deal that you you could have easily wrapped up. Like I don't understand why you're we've got a surplus of midfielders, and that last minute deal where it's a player on loan, Liverpool weren't straight in there first in line to say, look, we need this guy because yeah. we know th- we know the squad depth issues we have. It's mm. it, yeah, it's an unfortunate. One. It's, it's, it's uh, I was just going to say, because the Klopp, it's well-publicized. Klopp likes a small squad. And obviously, there's some benefits to that because he's mm-hmm. arguably the best coach in the world and he knows what he's doing. So I'm not going to sit here and tell Jurgen Klopp that he's wrong for liking a smaller squad compared to other top teams. But there, there was some, you know, in, in the previous summer, um, before all of Liverpool center, all of Liverpool center backs got injured at the same time, Liverpool went into the season with three senior center backs and Fabinho as sort of a fourth choice break glass option. And they thought they could get away with that because they would rather get Jota and Thiago instead of just Thiago and a center back. They wanted a forward over a center back and that's okay. But their bluff was called when all of their center backs got injured. 
So they're doing the exact same thing this summer. They lose Wijnaldum. They're clearly a body short in the middle of the field. And they're just, they're, it's the same approach as last summer. As we're going to ride our luck and see how far we can go. And it's made me realize that Liverpool play high-risk football both on and off the pitch. We really <laughs> do. We really toe the line. You know what I mean? We, we play with a really high line. We ask a lot of our players physically, and we go into the season consistently with not as m- many players as we probably need. And mm-hmm. we saw an extreme example of getting caught out for that last season whether it will be to the same degree this season I don't know but for me the cracks are already starting to show um, in terms of who you can rely on as an actual squad option because me personally I've learned just over the last few years regardless of how good they are as individuals you cannot think of the likes of Joel Matip, Naby Keita and Oxlade-Chamberlain as viable squad options because when you need them to be a squad option chances are they're out with a knock or something unserious but (laughs) it's just how it is Horrid. Um, thank I, thank I, you for the forty million quid for the for the ox. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of ox, I want to go to Boss Endo, who's also a Liverpool fan. He's got, he's got a lot to say on on what's happened this weekend. He said, "Ox out, please get this guy out." The best thing he's done the past year is that TikTok with Perry. Bloody <laughs> that is crazy. Um, One hell of a dance. He he also said, uh, we aren't winning the league. I don't expect to. We are weak defensively. It ain't a shock that every time we face a half-decent team, we we leak goals. Our game management is poor. He also said, our defence has been shaky for a while. I'm not shocked. I said after the United game that it was more about them than how good we were. This result was coming. Uh, That midfield is arse without Fabinho. Is he Strong right? words. Strong uh, words. Yeah, but a lot of people are talking about Fabinho being missing, Thiago being missing. C1 London says no Thiago, no Fabinho, no control. But yeah. the rebuttal to that would be it's not it's not a shock. These aren't players like Ronaldo that have had ex- exceptional um, injury records for the past four, five, six years. And all of a sudden, you know, it's been a bit ropey. You know, we knew um, when signing Thiago, what, what, what he was all about. And, you know, on Saturday, you know, you look at you look at the Brighton side and you look at someone like Eves Basuma and you just think to yourself, this is a Liverpool central midfielder. You know, he's energetic, you know, rushing into tackles. Um, good defensively as well. So... I do think that from, from the Liverpool side of things, I think we probably expected youngsters to fill the void. Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, unfortunately, obviously, see what happened to Harvey Elliott. So now we are in a bit of a conundrum where we do need bodies, essentially. But, as I said, apparently Klopp likes to have a, you know, for, for team cohesion, and obviously players sort of get offended when they're not playing. Um, it's tough. tough. And, and, and on York's point as well, uh, his career's over, unfortunately. Like, he's 28. He's Liverpool down to their bare but. Liverpool down to their bare bones and only now is he being considered for starts. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah horrible. Yeah. Um, a, a few more comments. Uh, Abdi said, uh, man said undefeated with six wins, four draws and they want to diss the Invincible. <laughs> he says, how are you undefeated and still second? The, point, the dropped points to Brighton and Brentford from winning positions. I want to start a case on Liverpool's defence. It's so overhyped. Wow! Wow! You should, uh, you, should, you should throw a case on Liverpool's midfield because that, if if you watch the games at least, you would see that's where the problem lies. I, I don't care who you have in your in your back line if you leave them exposed as often mm-hmm. as Liverpool's midfield has, you're going to leak goals. So. 
Oh, Man United fans are very aware of, of what that. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys are. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I agree with that. Um, Eklas Elmi says uh, Liverpool fans were crying for fans back. Now they've only won two out of five. Oh my god! <laughs> Chelsea and Liverpool had City's results this season. Peter would say this is why City. This is why Chelsea won't win the league. Keep the same energy. Oh, Eklas, why did you do this? Right, let's let me let me reject this. Oh, Eklas, why did you do that? I was just about to say, man. I tell you what, our commenters do not let things rest, do they? They have. They've got. They got receipts for days. Um, yeah. If Chelsea had Liverpool and City's results this season, Peter would say this is why Chelsea won't win the league. Keep that energy. Yeah, I, I, I probably, I, I probably, I probably. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the, the problem is the other two won the league recently. I can't remember the last time Chelsea won the Premier League. Hey, 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 relax. I have to go. I have to yeah. go back. I have to go back. Ironically, you have to go back to Antonio Conte. How ironic! Yeah, that? funny, funny that Arsene Wenger was manager at Arsenal. Jose Mourinho, I think, was man, man, manager at Manchester United. You know, I, I, the, the list goes on. You know, I think City Klopp just uh, Pep just joined City that season. So, you know, look, look, Chelsea. If Chelsea had this same start, yeah, because I have no trust to believe. Whereas yeah. with Liverpool and City, like so, somebody mentioned it in the earlier. I think it was you, Evan. City could go on a unbeaten run of twenty games from now. This time last season, was City not eleventh in the league? <laughs> were they not 11th Jose so, Mourinho was top of the league with... <laughs> Jose was top winning at Old Trafford and whatnot. you know what I mean now all of a sudden we're like we're like you know you know it's, it's yeah of course I've, listen I don't have to listen it's not copy and paste for every team horses for courses as the term as the term goes if Chelsea and Liverpool if Chelsea were doing this sort of thing yeah I'll be nervous but if Liverpool and City are doing this I wouldn't be nervous yeah, just yeah, wait, let's wait till let's wait till December, innit? That's when it kicks in, bruv. Um, it's, early, it's early doors, fam. Early doors. One last yeah. question, Liverpool boys. Um, couple of comments are coming in. Boss Lightning says, "Can we talk about Robbo, please, Adrian? He's been poor for over a year now." Um, C1 London says, "Robbo has been shocking this season, man." Yeah, he's uh, he's, de- he's defending. He's defending for the second goal was just black. It was disgraceful. It's Interesting. I haven't had my I haven't had my eye on Robbo's performances this season. Uh, what, what is there any truth into the, to those comments, guys? Um, I uh, I mean, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't really been himself in the last month or so. I agree with that. I disagree that he's been poor for over a year. I actually thought that during sort of our really depressing run last season with all those uh, well documented issues, I thought he was one of our better players, one of our more consistent players at least. I agree. Uh, it's, it's difficult. When you're literally asked, at, there were so many games last season where Robertson was having to carry the center backs next to him. Like, think think about it. When you take all of Liverpool's center backs out of the question, Andy Robertson is the best defender in that starting lineup. He's having to hold Reese Williams's hand. He's having to cover for Nat Phillips losing the ball on the, on the halfway line. You know what I mean? So those were the sort of the things he was burdened with last season. And as far as I'm concerned. Almost every Liverpool player gets a free pass from last season. I don't care what anybody sells. Um, you know, if we yeah, if we remember, I think you lost at home to Brighton last season. Yeah, and I think the year yeah. before that, I think you drew away there. So you haven't beaten Brighton for a few for a few games. Like maybe since 2019, maybe it's probably the last time you beat them. Yeah, but Lallana tax. Lallana tax. And I think as well, what's maybe um, driving this narrative against Robertson is the fact that in the little games we've seen of Costa Simicas, 
he has given a decent account of himself. Mm, but, that's uh, true. But, but yeah, I, I think it's a short term revisionism, really. Like, the guys have had a couple bad games. Um, yeah, it's definitely not, not not been as long as a year. And in my opinion, you know, he's still still the best left back on the planet. He's, he's had a bit of ropey form, but I, I trust him to come out of it. And in my opinion, um, yeah, he's, in my opinion, he still deserves his what? place in it. But, but, like, you, you, you think he's better than Luke Shaw? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Show, show, show Berto Carlos, the best in the world. Sure, Berto Carlos. Also, another thing as well, I feel like, People sometimes only just look at numbers. So I think because the assists aren't as, as where they used to be as well, um, yeah. it's, it's almost like, oh, yeah, suddenly, suddenly he's not good anymore. But no, he's, he's yeah, one of them ones, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, at the end of the day, Liverpool dropped points at home. Um, and... One final question on Liverpool, Pete. I, I got a feeling you was about to move on, yeah? I was. Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask Evan. Evan, obviously, you're from California. Like, Jeez, how did, how, did Ali? Start, how did you start supporting uh, Liverpool? How did that even happen? I don't uh, know. When, when my dad was uh, 16, him and my grandfather did sort of an exchange trip to the UK where they went to go live in some people's house and they came to live in my uh, my dad's house in Cali. And my, my dad and my grandpa were huge NBA fans, Lakers and Celtics. And obviously basketball is not big in the UK <laughs> at the time. So they... They chose to uh, continue their domestic rivalry back home that they had with Lakers and Celtics. And my, my, my grandpa chose Nottingham Forest and my dad chose Liverpool. And they, uh, that, that's how they got into it. And ever since then, my dad's just been a huge fan. So I was indoctrinated into it through family like you guys, I'm pretty sure. But, wow. Uh, how, and have, you, have you ever had the privilege to go to Anfield and watch a few Liverpool games? Yeah, actually, I watched us go to... I, I went to Anfield um, Christmas 2018 and watched us Pam Arsenal 5-1. It was great. <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, that's, the, that's the best game of the season. You know we're going to get a smackdown. It's Arsenal oh, at Anfield. You chose the best <laughs> game, bro. 5-1. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. game? Was that Emery when we had the little mint green kit? We looked like a chocolate chip coming to Anfield, and the men just ate us up. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Yes, I was there. So you guys, you guys have been in the same yeah. stadium before. Yeah. Listen, I've, I've gone to listen. I've gone to Anfield and probably watched twenty-five goals. Maybe three of them were my my team. Maybe three. I've, <laughs> I've watched us get battered year in year out. Hey, listen, that travel oh. yeah was worth it, bro. <laughs> yeah, that flight. Yeah, for sure. Um, look up SW6. He says that delivery was. Oh. That it was ever. That was oh. a sweet, sweet. Hey, and the the best part is, is Peter alley-ooped it to me as well. He was the one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh dear. <laughs> well, obviously, because obviously talking to you, I know that you're a dedicated fan. You're watching twelve thirty kickoffs at ridiculous hours. Like, what time is it for you now? Uh, it is 2 p.m. for me right now, and a 12.30 kickoff for you guys would be 4.30 in the morning for me. Yeah, hey, that, that's, that's an outrageous dedication. You, 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 hey, I'm telling you guys, you guys do not know the unique pain of waking up at 4.30 and <laughs> losing it to more. You guys don't know that type of pain. <laughs> losing no, the Burnley. That is a different level of pain, you know, when you think about it. 4.30 for me to watch that shower. Oh, dear. No. Oh dear, yeah, I'll be oh, livid. To lose, like to watch your team lose at four no, p.m. Do you know how mad I would be? <laughs> it's funny <laughs> because 
like it, it, it's mad because like, you know watching say like wrestling events and it's at 1am or watching like the nfl monday night football late at night i'm i'm hacked off just because i have to be up to watch it never mind if the team's won or lost but if you're when it's your team and you're dedicated and you want to see them win and then they get beat burnley geez you're just thinking oh, no no Stay away from me that for the, for the 24 horrendous. hours. Um, SW6 says, big up everyone. Reporting live from Molyneux. Everton are looking disgraceful. Oh, dear. Um, well, they've just brought on Fabian Delph, so it's only going downhown from here. <laughs> <laughs> he is trash. Bro, he's, he's stolen a living. He's stolen a living. I'm serious, man. Like, since it. Villa, when he was at Villa, you're thinking, yeah. No, you know no, I, I, I knew he was a villain when he when he was in Manchester Man City documentary, and he was telling big big ballers all the simple game. Yeah, you have to focus on the basics. It's the basics of football. Listen, if I am, do not look at David Silva and talk to him about the basics. You think me, big man Sergio Cunaguero, could listen to this guy? What the only thing you've won in football is because of me, and I have to <laughs> sit here and listen to you. Oh, get out of here! He's get a, out of here! He's an excellent professional, Fabian Delph. Much respect. Yeah, I bet he is. What passion? Yeah, he had a good season on left back one year, won the league. See, stealing oh, careers. He, he nicked a left back position for a whole year. He stole a living. Is absolutely spot on. You see the year that City won the league on hundred points. Mm. When they went to Stamford Bridge and he put in a shift. Hey, bruv. Fabian Delph was a decent left-back option for City that year. He was moving brave. Ernest, bruv, you're talking about a guy who played like at least number 10 playmaker for Aston Villa, was at the left-back for Manchester City. Bruv, are we going to sit here and pretend that Pep Pep is not a wizard, bruv? He's a mad scientist. I've seen him plays... Bruv, bruv, he's he's got Zinchenko wearing number 11 playing left-back. Are we going to discuss the manner of madness that Pep Guardiola... What is going on here? Is Rafa Rafa having a mare? Is Rafa having a mare? Oh, Rafa, come on. Sort it out, man. Nah, it was actually actually Wolverhampton. Wolves goalkeeper, like... Uh, oh, Sar! <laughs> Joe Sar's having a laugh, bro. bro. You know it, 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 took, it took me like three games to clock that Rui Patricio wasn't there. <laughs> oh, I swear. Patricio now? I watched him the other day. With, with, with Jose Mourinho at Roma. Oh, Roma, no, yeah. No, 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 no. He yeah. left Wolf for Roma. Yeah, yeah, he's Roma's number one. So please tell me, is, is Wolves' number one Portuguese as well? You're damn oh. right he is. Ernest, <laughs> <laughs> no cap yeah, no cap. On Football Manager 2020, one of the philosophies of Wolverhampton's recruitment is Portuguese players. <laughs> no word of a lie. No word of a lie. You Listen, I, I've got the receipt. I will screenshot it and send it to the group chat. Hey, hey I, I bet, I bet flipping Connor Cody's business is Portuguese. I bet that's his connection. To a thousand percent. Because I'm so sorry. Like, Bro, they've got... Okay, play- can I just say that? Connor Cody, Connor, Cody, Connor Cody is the imposter. He's one of the worst defenders in this league. And the Whoa. Fact he's an imposter. P, he's an imposter. The fact that he's in the England squad is 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 horrific. Yeah, I don't get have it. You seen, have you seen the England defence, though? Look, look at the England pool of central yeah. centre-backs. Yeah, him, Oscar, steady. Him. Oscar, steady. Steady. Go on. Go on. Look at the pool of English centre-halves when you are Gareth Southgate and you have to pick 
three. He doesn't oh, play two. You have to pick have, three of them. They have four decent centre backs in England. For some, Name them. for Name some, them. I'll get onto it. For some reason, yeah, and I don't know who they've paid, who they know, whether they have a a granddad that works in the FA who's getting them jobs, but Connor Cody and Tyrone Mings. I don't know what they have on Southgate. I don't know what they have on him because they're both terrible defenders, yeah? Clearly, you've got Maguire. You know, we can talk about how bad Maguire is, but I, I think he's actually good enough to be England centre-back. You've got John Stones. You've got Fakaro Tamori. You've got Joe Gomez, who, when he's fit, is better than those guys. Even Ben White, I'll have before Connor Cody and Tyrone Mings. I'm not going to lie. Everyone who just described it is meaty. Need. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm go out on a limb and say Michael Keane is better than those two guys. <laughs> and he's stinky, so that's saying something. <laughs> he stinks, he stinks I mean, as well. Go look at how many goals Michael Keane concedes a season. But also, Oscar, Tyron Mings is clearly the Rooney rule. That is the only reason he is centre half for England. <laughs> It's the only reason. Because none of you, none of you, none of you can tell me. through affirmative action. That's what it is. I was about to ask what that means. Okay, I got you now. Dude, okay. what? All, the, all this racism amount of football, Black Lives Matter, the, the push we have been on. We've had Black History Month. The push that has been going on for us man, us man them, right? And you're telling me he is worthy? I'd have concert ahead of Tyrone Mings. Yeah, Conte's better. Conte's English. Thank you. Than Ming. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on here. Conte's English is better than Ming's. Thank God, Dean Smith finally dropped um, Tyra Ming's this weekend, and then Conte I mean, got himself sent off. I, I mean, I was going to say, if this, there's a weekend where you're thanking him for dropping him, this isn't one of them. <laughs> allow me, allow me to to read some more of these comments. Lola says Cody's stealing <laughs> space at centre back. Um, she says Cody is a teeth. Um, C1 London says Cody and Mings, honestly, absolute thief. Um, Lola's not having Keen either. Back to my point, by the way. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no. <laughs> I heard, guys, honestly, like, yeah. I'm watching this game and I, 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 got, I got shot, like, in the head the last time I said this because huh? this guy scored. But how good is Richarlison? I'm I'm tired, man. Because the last time I asked this question, he scored, I think, two goals. <laughs> like, he's bad. He's bad? He's bad. Is he bad? Yes. I think he's useful. I mean, a spoon is useful. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't use a spoon to cut grass. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I agree. How, how old is Richarlison? I'm not the biggest how, how Nine, How old is he? Ninety-seven. You said. Yeah. What word would that mean? Some twenty-four. Um, so yeah, he's twenty-four. Guys, I, I, I wouldn't. I would never wish injury on any player. <laughs> that being said. <laughs> Oh that being said, I, I don't even. You guys know where I'm going. I don't even need to finish. Anyways, oh yeah. Next topic. No, he's not. No, guys, he's not good. Wait, wait. That's uh, wow. Cliffhanger settings. You gotta finish this, Evan. Uh, what? <laughs> Why Richardson? 
Richarlison wishes injury on other players, man. Oh, uh, no, 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 yeah, that's a. Yeah, you guys forgetting he tried? He literally tried to end Tiago's career last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. No, yeah, that was yeah, worth yeah. tackle, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the, the same game. About, the the thing about the Pickford game. one is that, on reflection, I actually think Pickford just got a head full of steam and like forgot yeah, what to do with his body. But Charleston was trying to end that man's career. Like you cannot convince me otherwise. Oh, fantastic! I hear that. He is a frustrating player to watch. I, I always feel like he's going to be the next thing, but he doesn't. He doesn't end up doing. He's it. twenty-four. Yeah, he's twenty-four. Is he he's Pato got- part two? He's got that, you know, that Balotelli in him, bruv. Like, he's I was dead. just about to say that. I was just about to say that. He's yeah. got that. You, you can tell there's a player in there, but mm. up here. He, I, I was going to say Balotelli in that he's got all that unlimited skill and potential, but at the end of the day, he's a fucking idiot that can't keep it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, was gonna, I thought that's where you were going with that, but yeah. Um, oh, I agree, but... <laughs> <laughs> he's so stupid i was just watching i forget who everton were playing last week but he's just so stupid he gets told off by the referee to calm down and then literally in the next phase of play like 20 seconds he just like goes for the ankles and gets a yellow card like he's yeah, he's, yeah he's literally stupid like uh, yeah i remember that he's just been told off and he goes and sives down i forgot who it was yeah. I was like yeah. this guy, man. Come on. Like, come on. That's that's the Balotelli gene right there. Like that is the Balotelli gene. <laughs> I hear that. Oh, I hear man. that. Um, see one London says Concert and Tamori are clear. Godfrey's even better. Hey, Oscar. Um, yeah, yes. I know I know Boss likes asking he was asking me about he, um He asked you um tickets for game, bruv. Yes, he wanted to know. Yeah, if he, he said, "David, bust me for Liverpool versus listen, West Ham on Sunday." Listen, listen, West Ham, West Ham are enjoying themselves. Yeah, you can't get into the way end. The whole men, bruv, they know they can they, smell. They will you. smell you. They, they will smell, smell you, cause you know, not only that. Like, I'm sure it's sold out right now. West Ham are doing amazing, bro. Mate, West Ham fans are the funniest people ever. There was there was a time, there was a time at when they came to Arsenal one year. Imagine that in the lower tier in the West Ham end, they're giving it sticks, right? And then this Arsenal fan from club level throws something at this West Ham fan and just starts berating him, berating him, like cussing him, whatever. The West Ham fan somehow gets on club level. I don't know how. Gets on there, finds the guy and bangs him in the face. (laughs) And then the the steward is like, you know, I have to take you out now. He goes... Yeah, I know. I just wanted to knock him out. He was he's being an absolute tool for forty five minutes. No problem. Man walked out before half time. I said, Nah, they're different breed. They're no, a different breed. Just, they, just... Once they see boss like Endo, mm-mm, they're looking at that. They all look at you straight away. This is not one of ours. You know where Green Street is. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, where did you sit at Upton Park? What was the seat number? What was the block row and seat number? And if we, if we find out you're lying, we're, we're going to take you out of the park. It's a standard oh, procedure. What oh, West Ham. Oscar, where uh, should we move to next? Uh, bro, it's up to you guys. We could go, we could go to West London. We could go to North London. We could go... Let's, let's, let's go to North London very quickly because we've got a very, very, very yeah, impressive boy. victory. You well know what I'm done. saying? 2-0 to the arse, beating David Brent and that Brendan Rodgers camp. David, yes. Can I get you on board now um, to just celebrate the win? 
celebrate the yeah, win yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. Because I've been, I've been celebrating wins for two months with, with I'm, nobody I'm, else. Okay. I'm, 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 happy, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. They didn't let me down, bro. So it was good. Ramsdale's looking good. What life, fam? He's looking good. He's good. Looking good, man. Leno can just sit down, bro. Let him. He's to hold that L. <laughs> Work to just keeping clean sheets left, right, center, bruv. I'm happy, bruv. Mm. Let's see, bruv. He's in a good one as well. What is there to see? My goodness, Listen, my friend. Liverpool, Liverpool is coming up on the 20th, oh, bruv. Write that off. Just write that off. That one, that, listen, I'm not even including we'll be, that. We'll be, we'll, be, we'll be in Watford. No worries. Watford, that's three points. I expect mm. three, bruv. It's that yeah. Liverpool one. Let's see how he does, bruv. That's Listen, Liverpool, Liverpool is a case of three and four. Don't worry about that. Just write no, Liverpool off. Let's let's go with this team. Let me see what he does, isn't it? If we reverse back to type, then hey. It's not our competition, bruv. Our competition yeah, yeah. was Villa, Spurs, Leicester. We beat all three of them. Yeah, that yeah. was that's our competition this season. And I'm glad. And we were actually convincing. We pressed the hell out of Leicester. We were battering them in the first half. We did not necessarily say hang on in the second half, but there is that. The, the, that's what needs to be added to Arteta's sort of game. Let's keep this for 70, 80 minutes at least, not yeah, just 45 or 50 minutes. We don't Can I ask you a question, Pete? Um, yeah, yeah. Just before I ask my question, I just want to say, we have a game on here. Uh, former Arsenal man Iwobi has made it 2-1. Uh, yeah, man. Everton weren't playing terribly, I don't think. So I think there's a game well, on. How many minutes left? It's the 65th minute. There's a lot Ooh, of time. There's a, lot of time. a bit of time there, John. Um, and Godfrey was involved in the goal, so he gets a bit of redemption. Um, but back onto the Arsenal. I just, Pete, were you at the game? No, I had to think about that. I was like, where, where, where was it? I had to think about that. I was like, where, where was I? No, how was I at the game? You, you, you seem to try to convince David that this is all good. Do you think Arsenal played well against Leicester? Battered them in the first half, yes. Absolutely. Especially take into context what Arsenal we've watched in the last 18 to 24 months. The type of Arsenal that we've been... Like, don't get me wrong. Remember, even that, even just go back to this season. Start of the season. Norwich at home. Burnley at home. You know, there were some games where you're just like... Was it no, not even Burnley at home? Was it Was it Burnley? Burnley away, sorry. Um, and there was another game as well this season where it was just like, yeah, all right. You know, it wasn't convincing. We're slowly getting there. Remember our horrific start, losing at home to uh, away to Brentford, getting absolutely shambolically slammed by Manchester City, mm -hmm. losing at home to Chelsea. You know, so those first three games, we had three L's and we haven't lost a game since. You know the ones in all competitions. So at the end of the day, it's like, if I, I said it's going to be a roller coaster season, we're going to listen. The, we've been on a massive high lately. That dip is coming at Anfield. <laughs> let me just, let me assure you, there's going to be a dip in that roller coaster journey where Anfield will bring us back to life. I don't see us. I think our next four games we've got Man United, uh, Liverpool, Newcastle, and, and and then Watford. I expect six points out of those next four games. I don't think we'll win at Old Trafford. I don't think we'll win at Anfield. Do you know them ones? So yeah, if we get I six points, happy days. I'll um, take the six points. I want to bring Lola in because Lola is also... Oh, my goodness. A sitter, a sitter missed by Wolves. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a it's a really big conundrum here at Arsenal because I feel like David is obviously trying to remain calm because he doesn't want to get himself carried away by wins against teams that you feel like you should be beating. Even though Leicester away is actually quite a tough game. I'm more concerned with... Are Arsenal putting in performances that make me think they can go ahead and repeat these? 
You know what I mean? Can you can you build a run of games based on how well you're playing? What? I watched you play against Palace. I wasn't impressed. I watched you play against Aston Villa. I thought you were good, but I thought Aston Villa was shocking. And I think we've seen Aston Villa are on horrible form at the moment. They've just lost to West Ham. I think they lost a the week before. Yeah. So it's not. Uh, Lola says um, Arsenal were the better team for majority of the game. Leicester woke up second half, but overall Arsenal were the better team. Um, by the way, look how Arsenal play better when the idiot in charge realizes that the midfielders should be in midfield instead of playing <laughs> left back. Um, Another another comment before I ask you a question, Peter. Um, Boslander says, Arsenal, they've done it. I'm beating in nine. If you had told me Arsenal would be three points behind City after 10 games, I would have laughed. Give Mikel, give Mikel credit, David. He's turned it around. For me personally, I, I haven't seen Arsenal turn it around. I've seen a couple of good performances because you've got your players back. And when you're playing Aubameyang, Thomas Partey, um, one thing I'll give him credit for, he's got the back four sorted. He knows his back four. Um, Tierney is obviously the main left back, but Tavares can come in and do a job. Then the rest of those three, White, Gabriel, Tomiyasu, there should be no chopping and changing. That's one thing I respect about Arteta. I still don't see this team as a fluid attacking engine. I don't see how it's going to work. I don't think you're going to consistently win games like this. And I think you're looking for another sixth, seventh finish. Am I wrong? Go ahead, David. I'll let you go. Um, we'll have to wait and see in it. Like, you know, West Ham are in good run of form. We don't know what the Europa League would do to them. Um, who else is ahead of us? You know, Man United is there. We don't know if Oli's going to stay. But right Man, now, United, look, Man United are finishing fourth. I don't think anyone should, should get gassed by what's going on at United to think that's going to drop them. They're going to finish fourth. That's what I said. I don't know what United would do. So we we'll have to wait and see. Oscar, but right Oscar. now... Right I now, as long as we're perhaps. playing well, as long as we're playing well, that's that's all I want. But none of this stupid nonsense. I don't want to see Xhaka, bro. If he brings back Xhaka, yeah, listen, the thing is working. Midfield is working fine. Bro, don't bring Xhaka. Don't care what. Leave him on the bench. But like he did with Leno, just leave him there, bro. Like he's doing with Odegaard as well. Because Odegaard in this team at the moment, until he gets... Until he can fit him in right, it's good that he's on the bench. Because... It, there's a balance we've got at the minute, you know what I'm saying, that we kind of got. We still need to, like Oscar said, we still need to find that kind of fluidity going forward where people like Aubameyang needs to be saying more in these games, but, you know, he needs to be given the ball in the first place. I think as well, Oscar, like, I don't think Arteta's turned anything around as such because mm. you're looking at a side that has got its, it's got its strengths, it's got its weaknesses, right? So at the end of the day, like, Arsenal fans, you know, like I said, we've got the fifth best squad, I believe, in the league. Right, so realistically, we should be finishing fifth, or you know, that's where fifth and sixth is where like our level is this season, right? And if we do that, you'd say, well done, Arteta, you've done you've done objective number one. Fourth place is up for grabs though, as long as Oli is in that job at Manchester United. And you look at this now, if Conte kind of you know gets gets over the line at Spurs, Man United fans, you know, Man United need to be very very worried. Because that fourth spot is what Tottenham will be wanting to get out of Conte. And if yeah. we if we do see some good form coming out of Kane and Son, you know, and Dombele and so on, we you never know. It's, it's still up there, Oscar. I'm not, I'm not sure that Man United are comfortably in fourth place just yet. I don't I think, think so. I think, I think the squad is clear of all the teams beneath them. They're going to win games. We, 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 we spoke about how 
how they weren't that great against Tottenham, but they won 3-0. They're going to do that when you've got Ronaldo, you've got Rashford, you've got Bruno Fernandes in your side. Like, I'm not worried about Manchester United in any way in terms of making that top four. I look at Arsenal and I think, I, I, I don't see anything elevating you, if that makes sense. Well, you're we not, are where we are. We are where we are. But like, there's, you're not in Europe, so there's not like, oh, we could win the Europa League this year. You can't do yeah. that. Yeah. We'll finish in Europe this year. I mean, I think that's almost, I want to say almost guaranteed. We'll finish in a European place this season. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, for sure. So let me let me read some comments and then we can we can hear from Adrian and and Evan. Um, she said, Arsenal with a better team for them. Did I already read that one? Yeah, I think I did. Um, she said, uh, "What has Mikel turned around? He's had two and a half good games. The other games were dead, but they picked up wins." I agree. I, I, that Crystal Palace game will not escape me. Arsenal was shocking that day. Yeah. Oh, and it's a penalty to Wolves. Oh that, dear, howler. Who's had uh, the howler? Mason Holgate. He's allowed Ooh. someone to come in. They're checking it to see if it's outside the box. So I'll, I'll update you later. That's but another tool. <laughs> Mason Holgate is giving it. They're, they're claiming it's a free kick. They're dying By the way, have you seen D- Dominic Calvert-Lewin's suit on Monday Night Football? Yeah. Um, D- Dominic Calvert-Lewin is... is uh, how, how, how you say? What's the word to describe him? <laughs> I don't know what you're trying what, to say. Swarf? He's a fashionista. He's a. Oh, okay. There's a word I'm looking for that's just gone from my head. He's. Anyway. He's a, he's a different guy. He's got a certain je ne sais quoi about him. You know what I mean? He's not a regular footballer. He's not. He's not. He's not. You know. He's not he's your not regular Don from Yorkshire, yeah? I mean, he's a, he's a car Eccentric. bird. He's a fashion guy. He's, he's eccentric, Ernest. You're right. But yeah, no, he's wearing a very, very lovely Gucci suit on um, on Monday Night Football. I won't say it's lovely. No, yeah, it's lovely. Have, have you seen the colours? You know, I'm not feeling it. I, I'm not. Hey, look, Lola, Lola's feeling it. Look, DCL, the eclectic drip. I love it. Well, is, is, is it hella flagrant? It's flagrant. It's given coffee illuminate. It's coffee illuminate. I won't lie. It's, but it's like a brown suit with a nice little pattern on it. Do you know what? I've, I've accepted it. That's who he is. So I don't really care. Like, I've accepted it. But, yeah, yeah, Zeke says fashion icon. Fashionista, indeed. Interesting. That's interesting. for expressing themselves, do you know what I mean? Um, back to Lola's comment. She says, people think that wanting the team to play well is setting a standard too high. Man, is it, man hasn't even had five good games. <laughs> She's saying, you're saying that, Oscar. Uh, they held four to the Foxes. United aren't guaranteed four. Oh, she went back Definitely to United. Not. United are guaranteed fourth. It's theirs to lose, but it's solid. Yeah, but United will win. This is the th- the thing that pisses me off about United. They will play horribly, but they will win. We're talking about how great West Ham are. Look at West Ham's last defeat. It was Manchester United. West Ham played excellently, and they lost because you have Ronaldo, you have Bruno Fernandes, you have Marcus Rashford. Those guys are going to win you games. They just are. So that's the, it's, with, it's, Oli, it's, with Oli in charge till the end of the season, Manchester United will be fourth. There's no point if the top four is set, in my opinion. The four teams that you think will be in top four, they're in the top four. Even if Conte joins Tottenham, it's, it's still set. What's Conte going to do with Skip and Endombele? He's got a January transfer window. That's what he's got. <sighs> Sorry. That's what he's got. I, 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 I want to get back to Arsenal. You, I'm, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying it's up for grabs. That's all I'm saying. It's up for grabs, fourth place. Go for it. Um, Adrian, what do you think of Arsenal? Now, first of all, yeah, Calvert's Lewin suit is banging. 
That's the first thing. Um, second, second of all, listen, I'm not, and this isn't me saying, you know, trust the process. This isn't even me saying Arteta's a good manager, but you can see what the guy wants to do. Now, whether or not... Sorry? Can you tell me, please? Yeah, what does he want to do, Adrian? Can you, can you tell me that? I'd love to know. Well, from 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 what I've seen, is is it's clear it's clear he wants to break lines using using your defensive players. Um, one one of the means of breaking lines is sort of Ben White doing doing, doing what Joe Matip does a lot for Liverpool, so picking up the ball, going an amazing run, drawing players out of position, creating space. Ramsdale's distribution is fantastic, and that was a player I was horribly wrong on. I, I, I sort of saw him and I said to myself, yeah. in my opinion, he didn't cover himself in much glory. Come on, Sheffield United. Come on, all, come on, all or, of you, all or, of you. Or, 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 or at Bournemouth, neither, in my opinion. What the hell was the fascination for this guy? Is it just because he's English? You didn't get Emmy Martinez go. There's, there's times where this guy's breaking lines. I'm like, hang on a minute, is that Edison in goal? Like it's unbelievable. So you, 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 can, you can see you can see what, what 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 he's trying to do like defensively as well, and also also you see how Tomiyasu kind of tucks in at times to sort of help help out Ben White because obviously Ben White isn't great physically. So the little bits and pieces you can say you know what definitely further, more further along to what um, definitely <laughs> more further along to what sort of some someone like Oli Oli is doing in my opinion. Attack attacking attacking is still a bit still a bit sort of haywire. Um, but I think you know we've seen we've seen he's got balls. You know Pepe doesn't play. Pepe doesn't start anymore. I think I think for a lot of Arsenal players that cameo against Leeds, like you just sort of wash wash your hands off the guy. As I said, you know is he is he a good coach? I don't know. But based based on that Leicester game for me, I saw positive signs. Um, you know, so one thing I would say is that Leicester did have, in my opinion, a bit too many chances. Um, I think Leicester Leicester Leicester, Leicester, Leicester got, in, got in a few times. Um, but but Gabriel Gabriel, in my opinion, he, he looks a proper centre half man. I'll be honest. Like that, that, I was that, I was a bit unsure of him, but no, he, he's good. Man. I, I've I've never been unsure of Gabriel. The moment he walked into that Arsenal team, I said he's their best centre back and he's a good centre back. I've always liked him. It's just a matter of whether Ben White can match his levels. He is their best centre back. He is our best centre back. Hey, thing is, yeah. hey, can you put up Mustafi's comment, the last one, yeah? Um, first of all, he said, I've heard you can see what he's trying to do for the past two years, which I, I definitely agree with. Um, he said, Arsenal fans like David have high standards. <laughs> wow. Uh, bro, all I'm That's asking crazy. for, yeah, I want to see what you're trying to do, bro. Boss, like, when I look at Liverpool, I know what Klopp's trying to do. When I look at Tuchel, I know what he's trying to do. I look at Pep, we all know what he's trying to do. Bro, that's all I'm asking for, bro. We're losing games. I don't know what you're doing. Like, fam, can you show me at least when the ball's sighting, bro? I'm not <laughs> there. I agree with David 100%. I'm not there with Arteta. I watched you beat Leicester. I watched you beat Aston Villa. But in my mind, Crystal Palace is still there where I saw you play horrifically. Get over it. I bet you get over it. Eh? Get over Palace, all right? We've had three wins since then. then. Three wins since then. It's a catch-22. Leads, 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 leads. It's a catch-22 with Arsenal. Like realistically, for you to see what this guy is doing, you have to take take the leap of faith and back him for another one or two summers. That's the that's that's the gamble. That's the trade. Why am I taking leaps of faith? This is Arsenal Football Club. Right. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That's that, and that's the frustration with Arsenal recruiting Mikel, for example, because it's like, fam, we're playing long game, like to say we're Everton trying to build a project. No, no, no. This is Arsenal. You know, you know them ones. And I think as well, like you know, you have to, you have to. Um, the results will be there. That's and that's the thing. And it's not it's not high standards on, on the point on David. David wants Arsenal to be in the conversation in that top four spot. 
that is not high standards for Arsenal. That's for, you know, it's 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 seeing a style of play. It's knowing that even if we finish eighth and we see how well we're playing, you know what I'm saying? Poch's first season at Spurs, Klopp's first couple of seasons at, at Liverpool. Everybody knew what time it was. You know them ones. Even at sorry at Chelsea, everybody knew what they were trying to do. Whether you liked it or not was another conversation. But you know, again, yeah, yeah. it's one. It was one of those where it's like, okay. Whereas here, bro, since 2020, since 2019, he's been ch- like, I've got four different managers. I've had four Artetas since 2019. That's the truth of the matter. Mm. So, Pete, I have to move on because time, time is, is going super, super quick. I want to yeah. read the last couple of comments. Um, Boss Ender says, Lola, it is your team is average. You're, si- you're sixth, and that's where you should be. Um, but then Lola's saying, look, if I can see what Moyes is doing, I can see what Rogers is trying to do, I can ask Arteta to do more. I can see what Uncle Pat wants to do and how long he's been there. Uncle Pat. The, 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 there difference, the difference between those three managers and ours is one, ours is a novice. So I can't even expect Arteta to do more because this is his first first ever piece of homework. Whereas Moyes seasoned in the game. Rodgers has had ample time in the game. Patrick Vieira has been managing since what year? He, do you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, like I don't even expect more from Arteta. The problem is, is that we've got him. That's the problem. Yeah. Whereas yeah. when now that he's in, he's going to do what a novice will do. We're going to win some, we're going to lose some. We're gonna get out murked by anyone that's got that's better coached than us. Out murked, mm-hmm. hilarious. Do you know what I'm saying? So you watch, mm. listen, Liverpool, the slaughterhouse at Anfield. My God, get the popcorn, get the roast, get everything ready. Yeah, get all the burgers and fries you can find because my God, it's gonna be hellacious at Anfield. Um, Evan, did you have anything to say about Arsenal? Uh, I think what yeah. I think the way they're they're trying to rebuild is admirable. You know, they're backing the young team with the young novice manager. I think Arsenal are generally kind of likable, um, just as a neutral looking in. Um, that being said, I don't think they're very good at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, all. All the criticisms that you guys have levied at them just in the last couple minutes or so, I think are 100% valid. There is a bit of what are they trying to do. Um, I think, and I think you should put some more respect on the names of Klopp and Pep and Tuchel because of it. It goes to show how hard it is to have recognizable patterns of play consistently week in, week out, regardless of whether or not you're winning or not. Like, you know, regardless of how well Liverpool play, everyone can see what they're trying to do. They They have an identity. They have a structure. They have a system. I can't honestly tell you what Arteta's structure, system, or philosophy is, but... I, I appreciate the way Arsenal are trying to do it. And I'm looking forward to, you know, padding our goal difference when they come to Anfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You know it, too. You know it, too. Um, don't know where Oscar's gone, but we shall move on to the next game. Well, we were going to talk Chelsea, but let's talk Manchester City. Lola mentioned the name Uncle Pat. Vieira, of course, as she's referring to. Two nil winners at the Etihad. I mean, how far can Vieira take this Palace side? Is the question I want to ask. Uh, Mid table, fam. Mid table? Yeah, yeah. I think like a top half finish. They could do like eighth or ninth, potentially. Ooh, eighth and ninth, yeah. What what do we reckon? Patrick Vieira, Adrian. 
Yeah, I, I, I think I think the work, the rugby start was to be ex, as expected. I think you know that was a massive overhaul. Um, now he's seemingly blooding in, you know, a couple of nice younger players, Olesha in particular. Eddie Ward looks a decent striker as well. So yeah, it's all a matter of if you can cook it. Relax, relax, relax. Carry on, Adrian. I mean, mean, he's an agency worker. No, but um, yeah, (laughs) I think I think I think you can clearly see that um, Arteta's got nice pieces of meat in the pot. It's whether or not he can cook it and and, and produce produce a tasty meal. So yeah, Um, Lola saying that Palace will be around twelfth, which is sick for them with the new boys. I agree. Honestly, the job is that Vieira has had to do. You, you mentioned Adrian about the overhaul. That is bloody impressive, because to have so many new figures in the team and to get some sort of rhythm, they beat Spurs three 0 Okay, everyone gets three at Spurs, fine. But the, the draw against Arsenal, which they should have won. I mean, they should have won that at, at the Emirates. Okay, they get the victory against Manchester City. There's another game where they conceded very late. Where they should have won, I can't remember who they played, but oh, yeah, there's a there's a few other games. Where you think, was it Brighton? It my yes, yes, yes. They're also unlucky to lose three 0 at Anfield. I thought that scoreline does not flatter how well they played that day. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, and also, yeah, they also, when they when they lost three 0 against Chelsea, a lot of their team wasn't there. They didn't have yeah. Conor Gallagher. Eze wasn't there. Alise wasn't there yet. Edward hadn't arrived. They they were they weren't fully formed. Opening day, so yeah. it was unfortunate. Yeah, and do you remember we were worried at Palace at the start of the season? Because I remember saying if that Chelsea performance was to go anything by this season, oh mm. dear Palace, you're in big mm. trouble. But my God, he's made he's making absolute top top notch work um, um, see, with them. See, one London says Gerhi pocketing Man City's attack, uh, Gallagher dominating, KDB in midfield, Lacoba moving brazy. I tell you what, though, that Conor that Connor Gallagher, Oscar, I have to say, it, he's a bloody player. He's a good player. But hey. is there is there space for him at Chelsea, or did he have to move on? It was Thomas Tuchel wanted to keep him in the summer. He decided to go on loan. He That's said, I want to go and play football. And it was a brilliant decision because he, he, he's been there at Palace. He's won three man of the matches. He could be in contention for a young player of the year if he carries this on. Mm, so yeah, it was yeah. definitely the right move to go and play and, 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 and carry on. I love that. I, I, I like Conor Gallagher a lot. I like him a lot. I've got a question for you guys. Ikla- mm. Sorry, one second. Ikla says Gallagher over Mount. Steady. So I remember, we'll, I, I remember Mount being as good as this when he started his first year at Chelsea. So, I, 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 you know, I, I wouldn't go too quick, yeah. quickly on yeah. that. I yeah. haven't, haven't, seen, haven't seen enough of Gallagher to say that, to be honest. But yeah. it's looking good so far. Yeah. But, but Lola's, Lola's spot on. They need to buy Gallagher. I, I, I agree. I, I, was just, I was just thinking that, to be honest. Like, if, if Gallagher is going to, like, take up every cent of their budget next summer, then I think Powell should do it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> he probably yeah. will as well to be fair that that is, if I says mount out Gallagher in imagine Kai Cho and Gallagher you're crazy <laughs> man I love the way you think it's just so random um, yeah I'm he, not good, yeah, yeah, I think good. Gallagher's I think Gallagher's brilliant I think he's brilliant C1 brilliant. says that um, Gallagher is very robust he's improved a lot on the ball um, listen, that's what you get when you go play games, man. You can't be sitting on the bench, bruv, all the time, bruv. Yeah, right and all of these academy boys at Chelsea, sorry to make it about Chelsea, but all of the academy boys at Chelsea have realised that you can't you can't sit on the bench and rot behind, you know, cover and whoever it is in midfield. It's and just... Like Hudson-Odoi. Right. 
Why do you do that? Why no, because, you because, because you don't want to be a player where you're talked about more than you actually play. You know what I mean? <laughs> Adrian, yeah. Adrian, why would you? Yes, Adrian, that's two Adrian, shots. Adrian, I remember that shot. I remember that shot. Baraka said, Oscar, who do we need to sacrifice to keep Gallagher? Oh, look, look, can dip. look, look, we, uh, yeah, when we get on to Chelsea, I'm going to talk about Barkley a little bit, but like, I, I think the natural replacement is Gallagher and Mount. Those are the, the two, like Gallagher offers you what Mount is supposed to be offering you. When Mount's having a great game, he does the Gallagher role. I think they're the two. Right. I, I don't see, I don't see the need for both of them in our squad. So it's one, it's either one or the other. Um, Bosma Endo says, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, Mohamedou Saku is a good centre back. What? How did we get there? Bro, he, he, he was talking, he was telling me, ah, do you want, he was asking, do I want thing? Will I take Mohamedou Saku? I'm like, no, bro. Where, where's Saku um, these days? Probably went back to France somewhere. Yeah, I think he's in the Uber Eats somewhere. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> in the Uber Eats. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. Fantastic. <laughs> He says Barkley and Ziyech are most likely out. Gallagher and a creator can come in. Uh, C1 says, Adrian, that was a yellow card. You know, man, we're checking VAR to see if that's a red card as of right now, my guy. I agree, man. <laughs> I, mean, that, that was, I mean, although, although, although I said that in jest, I think, no, genuinely, I, I do feel for players like Callum Hudson-Odoi because you, you do sort of look at a player like Jaden Sancho who actually had the balls to make the big move to the Bundesliga. You saw it done for his career. And I do, and I do genuinely think there's a player in Callum Hudson-Odoi, but like what, Tony, like what um, Conor Gallagher is doing, when you're playing, you're improving, you're developing, you're moving the game along. So potentially, Hassan Odoi might have to actually think about either A, taking a loan himself, or B, leaving Chelsea altogether to, to further his career. Yes. Uh, it's a slippery slope going on loan, isn't it? Because Chelsea send about 30 players a season on loan, and we don't yeah. see any of them. And a black hole. Well, and ask Billy Gilmore, yeah. how's it going at Norwich? There you go. I was, just, I, I was just about to mention that. Billy Gilmore asked another one. Gallagher asked to go out on loan, was given his loan. Billy Gilmore asked to go out on loan, was given his loan. He's not playing. He hasn't played for Norwich in, in weeks. Hudson Adoy, Thomas Ducal just did a conference today where he was saying Hudson Adoy asked to go on loan to Dortmund on the final day. Thomas yeah. Ducal said, No, we need you. And now he started the last, what, like four games, which is unheard of. He's never started that many games for Chelsea. So it's a, it's a, it's a catch 22, man. It's a crazy one. Mm. Do we have anything more on City versus Palace? Uh, no, nah, it was just a howler, bro. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to talk about Man City because Man City are boring. You now agree with me? Well, it's just nice for a change to talk about a team that beat them. Yeah, you, you, you know how it is. Every every single time a big team gets beat, we talk about how bad the big team is, and it's mm -hmm. like, well, let, let's actually give Palace their due. You know what I mean? Definitely. And they played they played very well. They played very well, Oscar. Your team played very well. 3-0 winners against Newcastle United. Yeah. If um, At what point do you think should you start putting bets on for Newcastle to go down? I don't think they're going to go down. Why? What did you see that made you think they might stay up? Uh, I didn't see anything. My point has always been um, most teams that go down, they really, really struggle to get goals. Um, I saw uh, Alan Say Maximum, who's uh, still 
you know, a very, very gem, a big gem in their side. I still see Callum Wilson. And I think when it comes to crunch time, those guys will bail them out and get a couple of goals. And I think, you know, we're still waiting on them to bring in a new coach. They haven't got a coach yet. Once they get a decent manager, we can figure out how to organize the shape of the defense so that they're a little bit more robust because that midfield is like water, man. Hayden, Hayden is a terrible footballer. Oi, leave, oh, leave Hayden alone. Hayden gang. I know he's, at, uh, he's Arsenal Academy, yes. Yeah, so Hayden gang, come on. But the guy is absolutely shocking. He, he literally just takes people out for the sake of it, man. <laughs> horrible footballer. Um... Oscar, yeah, no, I, I, I believe in Newcastle. I think they'll stay up. Oscar, Newcastle United had 20% possession at home. They had one shot on target against Chelsea. Yeah, I want to know what you saw, because you said that they scored goals. Now, oh, no, no. When did I say that? Well, you said that you, you get goals. You know what? You said when, when a team is getting relegated, blah, blah, they, they struggle to score goals. But yeah. you don't necessarily see that with Newcastle. Yeah, well, I get they got Callum Wilson. In comparison to the teams that are... That are around. I mean, you've got Norwich City are in this league. <laughs> yeah, three not, teams go down. They're not scoring a goal for but three. Anything. But three teams go down. Whether you finish twentieth or eighteenth, the lot of you go down. Uh, but uh, fair enough. I think they'll have enough, and I think they'll they'll invest in January. What's your thoughts on on the on the rumor of Unai Emery joining the the Magpies? That's a horrible move. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Whoa, met, met with such hostility. Why, why is that a bad move? Why is that a horrible move? Who, okay, I, I, I just don't see Uno as, you know, Uno as the relegation dogfight type. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think if you have an unlimited bag to throw at somebody, why would you throw it at Unai Emery? Because <laughs> he's, he's a good manager. No, you're right. He's a good manager, but it's going to take someone better than a good manager to keep them afloat get them out of the championship if they go down and then take them into the Champions League. So you're looking at three different profiles of managers that you could potentially <laughs> need there. So they're in, yeah. they're in a really they're in a really sticky situation and I really hope they do go down because it would prolong their inevitable mm. rapid ascent into the Champions League by like 2 or 3 years. So and it, it would make them it would make it hard to attract, you know, some serious talent if you're playing in the Championship regardless of how much money you're paying them, or if Newcastle are a big club or not. So yeah, I, I really. Who do should know. they recruit then? Who should, who should? If it's down to you, you're the owner of Newcastle United. You're looking at a plethora of managers. Where are you looking? I think they're. I think they're furious that Claudio Ranieri got taken. Yeah, I. I if 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 I'm I think he would have been the best choice, he would have been the best. The Claudio Ranieri. Yeah. You know yeah. he went down with Fulham. Have we forgotten? Is our is our yes. site? He's, he's he's perfect because he's of the caliber. That's like okay, you're a good enough Premier League level. And they're not. Got... They are not. No, guys. Not. I'm Newcastle United are I'm not. About Claudio. I'm talking about Claudio is a good enough Premier League level because because Newcastle. Let's 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 agree. Newcastle shouldn't be in the Premier League. Newcastle Newcastle need to hire a temporary stopgap manager yeah. out lifestyle. They need a mercenary to keep them up. Just to keep them up. A, mer- a mercenary that knows he's leaving in the summer and, <laughs> and uh, someone and you're going to pay him enough money that he's okay with that. You essentially need to find someone like Sam Allardyce, maybe not Sam Allardyce, but that's what I would do right <laughs> now. Right. Because that's what I said. Someone like Sam Allardyce, maybe okay. not Sam Allardyce. Listen, no, it, it goes to show, it goes, it goes to show, it goes to show that Steve Bruce done a phenomenal job at Newcastle. No, that no, team okay. is a shower of crap. Guys, take away Callum Wilson and St. Maximum aside, you look at that team. The back four 
was there at the championship with Newcastle. They haven't recruited that back four. Bro, Kieran Clark, Paul Dummett. Clark, Dummett. Are you kidding me, oh, guys? Lascelles. Okay, I, I, I'm going to say one thing. I disagree with your point, Evan. I don't think they should go for a relegation guy to keep them in. I think what they need to do is look at look to the future. If you take a look at um, Aston Villa, for example. Aston Villa had Dean Smith. These guys should be in the championship. They were on the brink of relegation. If it wasn't for a VAR howler, these guys would be in the Ow. championship. The next season, they're in the top half. So, they finished 11th. Like, they finished 11th. They, they finished 11th. Yeah, Oscar, I, I absolutely think they should look to the future when they can afford to, you know, mm-hmm. and that that's in the summer when they're safe, if they are safe. I, I, whole, I wholeheartedly agree with your approach, but there's things that need to happen in the next seven to eight months first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, it, yeah. and, it's, not, and it's not necessarily going to be fixed by Unai Emery or Kusum Awar in January. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's bigger problems there, and we just talked about them. There's there's Paul Dummett sized problems at Newcastle United. <laughs> it's no, do you know what? That is the first job for every every listen, to every manager that's watching this top four podcast. When you go for your interview at Newcastle, the first thing you have to answer is what are you going to do about the back four, including the goalkeeper? You need to sort out that situation first. Forget think- the front. Forget the front. I think Paul Dummett-sized problems would be the, the title of this when it, it is, goes on iTunes. It's definitely the title of this podcast, for sure. Um, um, but, Oscar, do you know who would have been perfect for Newcastle? Who's that? Rafa Benitez. Oh, stop it. Um, Lola, Lola says, Newcastle relegation party, God willing. Rafa Benitez, by the way, just got beat at the Molyneux. It's 2-1 full-time over there. Um, oh. Wolves win. Everton, second defeat in a that's row. What, that's four wins in a row for Wolves, by the way. Hey, hey, hey. Bruno Lash. Bruno Arsh? Yeah. They're looking all right against Man United. Bro, so, bro, bro. Did I, did I not say it first? When Bruno Lars came to the, to the him, camp? You were giving him his credit. You were giving okay. him his I was, I, was build, I was building up stacks for him. That's what I'm saying. Didn't know who the geezer was, to be fair. I only knew of him at, at Benfica. I, hey, I didn't know uh, the graphics. Zeke says if Burnley gets relegated, I'm partying. Uh, yeah. One thing I've... I've also learned within the last five to six years is Burnley don't get relegated no matter how <laughs> no at happens. any given stage. It never happens, so it never, never pray for it. Just you pray that. Just, you know just pray that. Just pray you don't get Sean Deitched once per season. <laughs> you can learn to live with Burnley. You know. Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what's so funny, Evan? It's not even like they're never in the battle either. It's never like five games to go and they need to get. Or can yeah. they win here? They finished like 10 points, if not... Or maybe maybe even if they finished five points above the relegation zone. It was five points too late for the other teams to catch up. Mm. Let's put it that way. Yeah. They are never in the mix. And I don't understand why. It's it, not it, like Wigan, right. where they were fighting. It, it, it never looks bad in April. It only looks bad in December. Like, that that's the latest it ever looks bad for yeah. Burnley. Yeah, and then, crazy. And then Sean Dice just... You know, Ashley Barnes heads it down to Chris Wood, and they do that ten times, and it saves them. You know what I mean? Like it's oh. they're, they're inevitable. They're this like they're this living, breathing time capsule of early '90s English football, and they just bring they just pull it off every single season. And he's he's a mad genius. I have to give it to him. He's some type of evil scientist type. You know what I mean? Like he's just crazy. <laughs> Lola, Lola, Lola! Oh my God! That's Steve Bruce's ass. He was working against them. He was working against them. 
No, come on. Listen, he's not a great manager. Don't get it twisted. He did phenomenal things with that club because that 11 or that 15, if you will, mm. right? St. Maximilian and friggin' St. Um, Saint Callum Wilson aside, it should not be in the Premier League. It shouldn't be. John Joe Shelby, both Longstaffs, Hayden, you've mentioned already, Matt Ritchie, Hendricks. No, guys. Manquillo, all right, back. Manquillo. Both Longstaffs, as if one wasn't bad enough. We got the package deal. No, what you've just listed is horrendous. Oscar, it's horrific. Do you know Emil Craft? Emil Craft, Almoron, Joe Linton. to score a goal. No, jo- guys, Joe Linton. Linton, Ryan Fraser, you know what I'm saying? Jacob Murphy. Oh. There are some players, Depravka. There are some players yeah, in yeah. this squad, guys. guys. <laughs> and Zim says, unfortunately, Evan is right. Baraka says, unfortunately, <laughs> Evan, you're right. Look at look at what Sean Dykes is doing to us, man. Look at this conditioned punishment. You know what yeah. I mean? Look at what's happening to us. <laughs> Baraka is finally out here fighting for life every season. Did this season is corny? That, that will just sort of come from nowhere, save them. They're comfortable. Chris, Chris Wood will still get 10 goals this season. Yeah. And he'll make it five hey. years in a row that he's got 10 plus goals. Bloody hell. Hey. Um, you know what Pete, I'm saying? Can I, can I talk about Chelsea? Yeah, of course. Because we've been, we've been talking about Newcastle for, for, Newcastle. for quite too long. Um, C1 London says, Oscar, why aren't you talking about my star boy, Rhys James, on the left foot, you know? Hakimi who? Walker who? Wambasaka who? Cancelo who? Trent, who? Whoa, steady, steady, steady. Hey. My right back. I like, I like that he's left that Tommy, Tommy ass. I like that. I like Ooh. that. Keep Tommy ass out your mouth. Ooh. Yeah. He's, he's living on the radio. You know, is he not? Is he not? Is he not? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about. But, but give, give these Chelsea fans an inch. They'll take them out. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Hey, but yeah. it, it's no, it's nowhere near as bad as the Wambasaka comparisons. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't live with those. Yeah, fifty million pound man for a for an uh, uh, malnourished right back. Nah, you're all right. Oh, oh, break dancer, uh, people, where break. did that come from, by the way? What's that? Like the whole like we say about Wan Bissaka. Like, look at him. Look at him. Just look oh, at him. Nah, I'm not. You know what? Yeah. I if you ever when, when you when you watch the City game on the weekend against for Man United, right? Yeah. Just spend five minutes on Wan Bissaka. Just uh, it doesn't matter where the ball is. Watch him. Watch him for five minutes. You we'll, we'll, be, we'll talk again next Monday. We'll talk again. Yeah, it's a harsh one. Um, Iklas says fifty uh, million quid. Come on, Rich James and Chilwell over Trent Alexander Arnold and Robert. See, you need to stop there. You need to stop there. Put some. Have they won league titles? I don't think they have. I don't think they have. Robo and TAA have won Champion League and Premier League. So you said halfway down. there. I mean, I mean, you're talking to the you're talking to the two defenders who hold the who hold the uh, Premier League assist record for defenders. You know. Oh well. I don't even go that far. Four weeks ago, Marcus Alonso was starting left back for Chelsea. <laughs> so how all of a sudden? How all of a sudden? Ben Chilwell's now the best. Best of the business. Listen, bro. Um, I gotta say, on, on real talk, though, I'm really happy for Ben Chilwell because he was a guy I learned was struggling with some mental health things. And really, yeah, uh, according to my Chelsea friends on Twitter, he was he was uh, struggling with some mental that's health what, issues. That's, that's and, what Tuchel said. Yeah, Tuchel said that um, you know he didn't play in the Euros and he came back and Marcus Alonso was doing really well and then mentally that was quite hard for him to handle. I don't know if there was other mental issues that were going on. 
He's come back into the side. He's scored a lot of goals and he helps us attacking-wise as a team yeah. go, going yeah. forward. He's so much better than Marcus Alonso. Ball progression, passing. And then when it comes to defensively, Marcus Alonso could never defend and Chilwell's decent. Like, he's not, he's not an amazing defender, but mm. he's Oscar, on your free on your three nil victory, right? A couple of things. Yeah. yeah. How, how can we talk about how bad Newcastle's defending no, was for no. all three goals? Wait there, wait there. And secondly, and secondly, and secondly, because I mean, I saw Reece, I saw Reece James had, having shots from near the corner of the box into open goals. But I, you already knew there was, was howlers going on. There was howlers going on there. But also, I mean, there were basically open goals. Um, and then, uh, you know, why does it take you so long to start scoring? Let me explain that. Let me explain that. The reason we took us so long to start throwing is because Newcastle United defend on the edge of their box with seven defenders. We just named who was in their squad. You you practically listed all of it. They had no attacking impetus or ideas outside of ASM and Callum Wilson. So the rest of their players were just there sat in front of their box. It was really, really difficult. We had Hakim Ziyech who was trying. (laughs) He was trying, but bro, this guy... He just pings, pings, pings. Like he's, I've said it plenty of times before. He's Bruno Fernandez without output. He's consistently trying things, and they're not always coming off. You had Hudson Odoi and Chilwell on the left, who, again, were also trying but couldn't create any space because they had so many defenders in front of them. It was really, really difficult. We we struggled to break them down. I'm not going to sit here and act like it was a three 0 battering because it wasn't. We weren't that great. Um, but in the second half, you, you wait for those moments of magic, and we got it from Hudson Odoi. He runs down the left, beats two players, puts in a left foot cross, and then Rhys James does what he's proven he can do in a Chelsea shirt: is just have one of those shots that is just mad. And Pete, to say that it was an open goal, I think is really, really harsh. The no, keep- the one of them, one of them, one of them. Okay, for the first one, the keeper was there, and there was about five defenders in in the in the box. Oh, that was a peach. He hit that in the right corner, right part of the goal. That was a peach. Absolute, absolute um, belter. Um, Lola says, um, James pams the ball like a rugby man. Pure aggro. And then he smiles. Um, <laughs> you've got to have love for, for Rhys James, man. Um, all the guys are loving the Chelsea prop at the moment. Um, we're in fantastic form. And Top I know we're playing small teams. I know it's Newcastle United. It's... Who did we face last week? Norwich, you are the worst team in the league. It's Malmo. But Newcastle is a ground we routinely struggle in at. Um, Norwich, we beat them 7-0. When are we beating Team 7-0? You know, if you're going to face a small team, that's what you want to do. You want to make a, a mm-hmm. statement out of them and show that you're that good. So I have to take some sort of pride in these performances. And when Lukaku is out, Kovacic is out, Werner is out, Mason Mount is out, um, Pulisic is out, that's, these are first-team players. They're all out of the side. And you've got players like hudson Adoy who are coming in and doing the business. And, and you know, we've got a squad that is different. Well, somebody mentioned Ross Barkley earlier. He came on. When Ross Barkley came on, it was 0-0. Oh, no. Within 30 minutes, oh, yeah. no. Lovely dash. Oscar, you, you, you need to have Ross Barkley in your squad, okay? No, no, more, no more slander on the, on the bark, okay? You're right. That's, that's what I'll say. You're right. That's what You're I'll right. say. Thank I, you for that. I, I, I gave, 15 I gave, million quid. I gave Ross Barkley a really hard time because he was, he was really, really frustrating when he played for Chelsea. And, and when he went to Aston Villa last season, there was nothing there that said to me, this guy needs to come back into our team. But come clearly, on, his first, four, his first four or five games were brilliant. He was brilliant for Villa. Uh, we're going we're gonna to cancel the game at the Emirates because it's Arsenal. 
the other games. Oh, yeah. really? He's gone to the Emirates. He's danced all over the Emirates pitch. We're not going to include that because it's Arsenal. That's the only thing you remember he did all season. No, but no, it's it's a nightmare for me. So of course I remember at the forefront. I'm saying I said to you, I said to you that his first four or five games was really good. Really good. Four or five games. The game against Liverpool, no. The game against Liverpool, he missed a sitter. So what? They won seven two. He was part of the team. He got. He probably got four assists or something like that. The guy was there. He was there. Yeah, he missed an absolute sitter in that game. I was annoyed with him. You're a hater, honestly. Your own player. No, no. I, unbelievable. I, I, what, Ross Barkley's in the team because he can do something that no one else in our team can do. He can play yeah. a penetrative pass from midfield. He can play a through ball. Mason Mount doesn't know what a through ball is. Jorginho, he he finds out once every month. Kante can't pass at all. Cover, it's not there. So, big up Ross Barkley. He did his thing. Uh, I want to go back. the league, Chelsea. Um, many men were out here saying this one biscuit guy is better than Richard. <laughs> 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 oh, I love Baraka, man. Um, C1 says Baraka. He's a merchant. Oh, you know what, yeah, poor, you know what, poor guy, it's because he plays for Man United. If he was still at Palace, he would have never got this slander. Everybody would but, love him. Oh, he mate. And he was, he was brilliant for Palace before he joined Man United. I mean, we all did, didn't we? To be yeah, fair. we loved it him. St. Um, Reese's James, James Park. <laughs> um, I hate that ground so much. Seven clean sheets in ten. Respect yeah, us. Yeah. He wants to say, Oscar, just saying my right back renamed a stadium. Your right back could never. Yes, Adrian, I said it. Your right back could never. Jeez. Fair enough. Yeah. His, his name's a bit too long, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he's got a Champions League and a Premier League. Show us your medals. Show us your medals. My right back sent Barcelona into administration. So. Hi, yo! <laughs> I'm going to just say it. Ho, <laughs> Yes, yes. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll eat that one because I like Trent. Um, Iklash only <laughs> said, what's impressed me most about Chelsea this season is how we're dealing with the small teams with ease. That, yeah, I, I would agree, man. I mean, it is just small teams, but you have to beat them. You know, we didn't beat these teams a lot Oscar. last season. So, yeah. I've got a question for you, Oscar, but I'll let you finish this, the comments. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's about it. C1 says, um, Adrian, my right back, renamed the state. Yeah, I already... I already read that one. You yeah, had another one. Not, you just had another one up there. The one that you had earlier. You didn't read right. it. Um, Zeke, agendas must run. My star boy soon take over, man. Who's he talking about? Is that Cho? I guess it's Cho. I'm assuming. Agendas oh, it might have been Reese James. Yeah, go on, Pia. Is, is there anything in the Chelsea side that you're looking at where you think, okay, if there is a reason for me to doubt winning the league this, this season, it's because of this. Is there anything you've seen this season that's made you think it? Yes. Um, I think my, my main issue has been, like, I've, I've predicted Liverpool to win the league at the start of the season. I still think that's going to happen. My main issue was that I felt like Chelsea would lack consistency when it came down to it. I felt like we weren't going to win the tough games. And I think the fact that we haven't been able to get our attack going as, as smooth as we would have liked with Lukaku in it shows me that there's going to be hiccups. I love the current team that we play now. I really, really like that team. I feel like when Timo Werner comes back into the side, when Christian Pulisic comes back, when Lukaku comes back, I feel like we're going to struggle again. I generally feel like that. And we've got Man United in a few weeks at Stamford Bridge. 
I can't guarantee you a victory in that game. I can't guarantee you a victory in a lot of games. A lot of these players just haven't proven to me that they can go and win a league. Peter, you mentioned it earlier. Manchester City have won the league recently. Liverpool have won the league recently. I look at my team. I see Mason Mount. I see Jorginho. I see Cover. I see a bunch of talented players that have proven to me over the years that they have inconsistencies in their game. They don't, they don't know how to go on a 20-game win streak. They don't know how to do it. So... Until I see that level of consistency, I won't be yeah. against. Um, my, my, my unfair criticism of Chelsea is, you know, like this time next week, a, a, a light could just switch off. Like, you know, something in, in, your, in your house would just blow out. You do not expect it. That's always my fear with the Chelsea I've watched over the last 15, 20 years, is that anything can happen. It's like WWE. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, so that's my only fear with them. Because we have crazy issues. I think uh, that Brentford game was a perfect example of that. We didn't really create much. And when when we get Werner and those guys back in the team, I can see that happening again. Do you not, do you not think that, that will mould over, though? Because I have a feeling, because the, the talent is so good, your coach is so good, I think over time you are gonna, you're going to rectify that problem. I don't know. I, I think and, we'll and, and maybe when, when he gets... Maybe when he gets like a, down a, a title challenge, but on on the in the thick of it, on the big days, I don't know. I, sh- I just don't. I, I think I, once I, he once once he re- once he gets better centre halves, then he can uh, sort of allow more attacking fluid players, and you get more creativity and so on and so forth. Yes, uh, I'm gonna read Zeke's comment and then uh, we can go. <laughs> Adrian, you see what I did there? Love missed, that, love that. You know, what? I completely missed what you he did. missed. It. It's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> you, to be fair, you might have a point. Um. Last week or the week before? Big creativity issues. In the final third, it's the brain freeze and accumulation of wrong decision-making. Um, we do have creative issues, to be honest. Uh, so for me, to solve this problem, for the short term at least, Cho and Mount have to play behind Lukaku. For Timo, Havertz and Pulisic, they have to fight. I don't see how you can say we have creativity issues and then say Mount needs to play. I think Mount in the final third is not creative. He hasn't shown that he can be that. He's... He's an eight. He's a number eight player and is a number 10 and just doesn't work for me. That's just my opinion. He needs more uh, goals, though, for sure. Yeah, he's got That's a hat last week, mate. Come on, give him time. How many goals has he got at Chelsea? What, his career? The entire? I don't know. A lot. Don't worry, I'll Google it. I'll carry no, on. I agree. I agree. He does need more goals. But yeah, I, I guess we can move on from Chelsea. Fantastic win. Um, and added to the list of wins, we go and play Malmo tomorrow. Hopefully, another win. Burnley on Saturday, hopefully another win. It's a good, good run with the amount of injuries that we have. So I'm delighted for that, and I'm delighted that Hudson Odoi is finally playing at left wing. Oscar, in 80 league appearances, your mate um, has 16 goals. That's more yeah. than I thought, to be fair. No, nah, it's not enough, though. It's yeah, not yeah, enough. No, 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 no. It's not enough when you're playing in the number 10. In total, he's played 119, 119 games. He's got 20 goals. Hmm. Somebody asked you earlier, ESR yeah. ESR better than Mount. Somebody asked that in, in a comment, but I missed it. Is ESR better than Mount? Yeah. No. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, look, impressive, impressive victory for the Hammers, who gave who gave Aston Villa four at Villa Park. I mean, David Moyes, can he sneak into the top four, guys? Can he do it? No. Right, it'll probably no. Be Europa League again. He missed, he missed his window. What? Well, he was his best bet is to go is to go and, and try and win the Europa League. That's his best bet if it was Champions League football next season. Oh, you know what, guys? I'm going to say it here first. I think the the closest challenges for Manchester United's fourth spot 
West Ham United. I agree with that. This space. They're bloody that. good. They're bloody good this year. I agree with that. They're, they're actually they're good this season. They're not making it. No? Yeah, I'm, I'm not loving the idea of us playing United next after their um, West Ham next. I mean, after they're building up this head of steam, because I, I really do rate their entire setup. I'm really happy for them just because they've endured so many years of just mediocre, like, misery. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And even though Moyes is a former Everton and Man United manager, I'm happy for him <laughs> as well. Because the way he was sort of discarded by West Ham the first time around just leaves a sour taste in your mouth. You never like to see it. So, yeah, yeah but I'm definitely not looking forward to playing them. Um, even though every single time we seem to go uh, play West Ham away, we seem to absolutely have no trouble whatsoever. So, but you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't like stats like that at any given time. I can <laughs> play any team, to be honest. Um, it can change, yeah. isn't it? He, he's, he's working wonders there. Um, I think specifically this season, he's he's got me on the Declan Rice hype train. I actually think that he's mm. really good. Um, I, I wasn't sure how good Declan Rice was. I didn't think he was bad, but I didn't think Declan Rice was 80 million pounds worth of uh, talent. But yeah, neither did I. I, I still don't think it, but it's it's become less of a ridiculous take. So um, yeah, he's they, he's got a solid spine, um, and it's it should just be about keeping that spine healthy. And sky's the limit for them, really. Yes, I I, I totally agree. I genuinely think they're going to challenge Manchester United for fourth place. That genuinely, I think when we, you know February, they will still be in the hunt. March, I think they'll be in the hunt. And then, you know, who knows what will happen in April and, and, and May. But nonetheless, that will still be a cracking season for them if they can keep this... this this. It's not form anymore, is it, really? Like, they've, they've done this for a long time. You know, they've been brilliant the last yeah. 18 months. Yeah, so, you have to look at it and say, you know what, they're just a good team. It's not it's not on a good run of form. They're a good side. Like, the players, the players that are performing well, it's their level. Like, you know what I mean? Jared Bowen has always been a, a goal threat. You've got Suchek, who, who seems like a really, really good midfielder. Declan Rice is growing and growing and growing. It doesn't look like they're on a good run of form. It looks like David Moyes has developed a good squad. And Ben Rama is finally showing why they bought him. So, yeah, man, I'm with There's, it. They're running the the, run the fixtures, boy. Both. The peak, yeah? Uh, the Memphis bleak. Let's have a look at their run. What, 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 talk to us, bro. Right, what, Europa, what right, Europa League, Genk, Liverpool, Wolves, Rapid Vienne, then Man City, oh. Brighton, Brighton, Chelsea, Dynamo Zagreb, oh. Burnley, Arsenal, Norwich, Tottenham League Cup, Southampton, Watford, Crystal Palace. But, but you know what it is? I fancy them against the big teams. Like, when I see, no. when I see Liverpool, Chelsea, West Ham, I mean, sorry, Liverpool, Chelsea, City, I don't fear. I don't fear for West Ham. I think they can get points in those games. No, but it's the run of games that is yeah. constant, back to back, mm. three days, mm. two days rest. It's just oh, and that's what's happened as well. And right. Antonio, like I, I, feel, I feel like they like he's their only number nine, and he's so important for them. And historically, he's quite injury prone. Like that list of games David has said, I don't see Antonio playing in all of them. And in my opinion, I don't think they've got a number number nine to do what he does for them. He's so important to them. It's the, it's the nature of those away days in the Europa League as well. These these are not trips to Madrid and you're back within a couple hours. You know you're going to all sorts of obscure places in, in the Europa mm. League. You know what I mean? So 
you know, you could be in Azerbaijan playing in the Europa League and have to come back, you know, in 48 hours, you're playing in the Premier League because we all know that the Premier League doesn't exactly look out for their clubs in European competitions when it comes to fixtures and things like that. That's it's you know, all their fans, all their fans, all their fans, yeah. Luckily, it's just Croatia, Belgium. I don't know what the other one is. Um, Vienna is Austria, yeah, is it Austria? Mm. Yeah, they're both Belgium teams and yeah, Croatia, Belgium, and which is not yeah. too bad. It's just it's like 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 Evan's just... saying. By the time you've flown back, when's your training session for the game that's in two days' time? Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's horrible. It's it's a horrible. Like I know we make all noise about Thursday Sunday, like to say Champions League's any different, but it's there's something about the fact that you lose a day flying, then you may not have a day training. You know, you might have one training session and then you're playing Liverpool at home. It's like, for goodness sake, you know, we just had... It's so tight. It's so tight. It's so tight. It's so tight. A um, couple more comments on that game. Uh, Lola says, uh, see Rice loving the French music. Uh, <laughs> off in the changing room. Um, shout out Ben Johnson as well for that great goal and great celebration. I don't know if you mm. saw that. Look, but there was a video, a video oh, by the way. school doing, yes. doing this celebration and then he did it in the game. It was good. Bro... I, I want to give credit to Lanzini's pass, yeah, because the the play was was superb, and Lanzini could have just buried it himself. But the fact that he looked at that extra pass, who was the tapping? Was it Bowen? I thought, oh, lovely, lovely stuff. Well, it was four now. It's not Lanzini. Sorry, no, 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 it was Lanzini. It was four because, now. No, it weren't. It was Lanzini because Lanzini. What's it called? Um, Bowen points to Lanzini in the celebration. I'm, I'm 99% sure it was Fornaus. Fornaus scored a goal. I'm yeah. saying Lanzini's assist for Bowen's tapping, I'm talking about. Okay, I thought it was Fornaus, but my bad. Um, what, just because they're, they're two guys that are Latin America? You know, I Latino. thought they both assisted each other. I thought that was the story. Um, Boss Laendo says, West Ham going to move us up. That pitch suits our style of play. Mo Salah loves it there. 3-3 three, three is his uh, prediction. Mm. Um, Iklas says Jared Bowen is a baller. Um, uh, there's not much else to say on that game other than like Villa. Oh, Dean Smith. Oh, it's looking a bit scary. But oh, Dean's a bit stinky as well. Listen, that is a scary that, over there. If if you're if you're a half decent manager, you might want to have your eye looking at Villa Park as well because I think his job is definitely at risk. If I if I remember correctly, they're sitting in what 15th in the table. So I would look very very carefully over there. Uh, Probably the worst game of the weekend, and it didn't include Burnley, which it should do. Um, Norwich won, Leeds United two. I mean, this was this was a bad game, and the fact it was on yeah, TV. Look, 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 look Pia, mm. we don't we don't have to talk about this game. There's nothing else to say other than Norwich, get out of my league. Get out. <laughs> it's out of my league. Oscar they, Oscar, they were the better team in the first half, though. It was all Norwich in the first half. It was all Norwich in the first half. Well, 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 it's a good job that football matches don't end after 45 minutes. Uh, no, you, you are spot on, my friend. Uh, yeah, I've had enough, all right? The, the way they've treated Billy Gilmore is disgraceful, right? It's nothing short of disgraceful. <laughs> and also, you know what as well? Seriously, I've had enough of Norwich. Lola mentioned survival modes. These guys ain't trying to survive. They're just here for a piss-up for a year. <laughs> you, might as well, you might as well play Billy Gilmore. Let him get yeah, because they, they all know from top to bottom they'll be back in two years. Yeah, That's yeah oh. I forgot to mention Lola's comment from earlier. She was talking about Ozan Kabak. Wow. Liverpool. Wow. Liverpool. Wow. You lot, have, you lot have sold a dud over there. That is a dud right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, People yeah. wanted us to sign him as well. 
Yeah, they they were asking for it. Yeah. Yo, I like Kavak. I quite like. I live for. I quite like. He seems like a nice guy. Ever yeah. since he cut his hair, I was like, nah, this guy. He's he's got a hair back. Yeah. Right. Uh, Burnley beating Brentford three one. Surprising result. One of the surprising results of the weekend. Burnley winning three one against Brentford. They were home. Look, like the Brentford, the Brentford that everyone's been waxing lyrical about this season, right? Yeah, and then nah. they go to Burnley and get an eat three. We 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 should we should all be happy about this result, and here's why. <laughs> Brentford, 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 this is your rite of passage into the Premier League. We've all held a shitty defeat to Sean Dyche at the time. <laughs> this is you earning your stripes in the Premier League. This is your growing pains. Yeah, Every, you got- everyone's been <laughs> everyone's been reduced to. Ben Mee's level at one point in, in their Premier League career. Everyone's been, everyone's been reduced to that level. So this is you guys holding what you need to hold. It's it's your badge that you have to wear. Sorry, yeah. I agree. I, I guess that I guess that means they're now established Premier League club now. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're That's the mark. That's the um, mark now. Big up CFC Huncho because I was telling me about, about Burnley. Nobody wanted to hear it. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> this, this, this is this is why they stay up. This is why they stay up because yeah. they're not curious. They beat Brentford three one. Oh, okay, but these four, these three points add up. They never, they never Bro, it's it's Chris Wood, man. You can't escape him. You can't. <laughs> Ten goals guaranteed. Um, Lola says that Burnley Brentford game was a game that was coming. Brentford are going to go through it, and Burnley needed <laughs> needed there first. Do you know? What, do you know? What, do you know? What, yeah, I was going to say. Do you know what I love about this Burnley talk? Everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, this is it, this is it." I'm like, "It's their first win in the season, man. It's not even like it's not like it's not like they've had like two or three wins this year. It's their first win of the season." Yeah, really, oh yeah, my really, god, three is coming. <laughs> Once they have the 100 million, it's where did, you, where did you find this guy? Oh my god, that is making me cry for sure. You know what's sad? Yes. Has Sean Dyke in the five or six years Burnley have been in the Premier League? Has he spent up to 50 million quid? <laughs> How much is Tone? His net spend is like minus 10 million quid. I swear. Well, it's probably half of it. Probably half of whatever yeah. they spent in the Premier League. Oh, oh wow. You guys get, are making they my give that man no money. And he still out with every single year. That is what you call a working class man. That is a working class manager at his best. You're not given any tools, but make bricks. You better do that now. You guys guys know the the, the one missing piece of the Burnley puzzle that would just complete cement their legendary status was (laughs) if they did the Tony Pulis, Rory Delap thing with the long throws. They need need a long throw specialist. They should hit up Rory Delap. Sorry. See if he could just come on, take some throws. You know what I mean. But it would actually be very, very like good for their team. They would, yeah, they like, would kill on long throws. They uh, would score. They're too getting up there. Why? Yeah. Why hasn't this been a priority? Why don't you know? Why don't they have like the towels? You know, you guys remember like Tony Pulis? He would he asked oh, the yeah. ball boys to put towels around the side. Do yeah. I remember it? Of course. <laughs> that that's the last missing puzzle for uh, Burnley. <laughs> The lap for Stoke done three long throws into the penalty area. We conceded three goals at Stoke. I'll never forget it. I can never forget it. We conceded yeah, three goals yeah, on a long throw. What's the name of that midfielder? Olive and Jana. I ain't seen oh, it since. I scored that goal against Arsenal, then, then he went away. <laughs> 
Honestly, people score worldies against us, and they we never hear of them again. They never do that ever again. Stoke was such a horrible. It's a horrible ground to go to. Hey, I I watched Man United literally build Makeda in a lab and then discard him after he scored a medal-winning goal in 2009. That dude did for the rest of his career. All he did was hit a screamer. Oh dear. Hunter um, said um, they spent 59 million and stayed up five years. Kamavinga <laughs> was meant to be coming, but we moved. <laughs> Kamavinga, what are these jokes, man? I don't, I don't get it. What's I, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I genuinely don't get it. He's genuinely backed Burnley at anyway. <laughs> what does anybody we see? Never Burnley win. I think of Hunter. I saw Chris Wood score on the weekend. I said, flipping it. I know Hunter is going to be talking about this. <laughs> It was a it's, the, it's the first win of the season for crying out loud. This is November. Team, you know what's funny? This team made the Europa League. Like, if we forget our memories are if our memories are not short enough, they made the Europa League one season. They got eaten up alive, don't get me wrong. But my God, that is that this, you've lived life, honestly. We've lived a long life. All right, P, let's keep it moving. Watford, Watford who won 5 2 away at Everton, lost 1 0 at home to Southampton. You can't make this stuff up, can you? Some, some sums it all up. Boring game, really. But yeah. Sums it all up. Oscar, who was the player of the week this week? Um, the player of the week, I'm a, I'm a, maybe I'm a bit biased, but I'm going to say my player of the week was definitely Rhys James. I thought he was excellent. I think he's been excellent for a long, long time, keeping a lot of clean sheets. But when you score two goals from, from a right wing-back position, and, and those, those are the first two goals that win you the game. Bear in mind, Chelsea... 65th minute, it was nil-nil. You know, we were we were looking for a, a long afternoon if we didn't score soon. And he pulls out with two match winners. So yeah, it's got to be Rich James for me. Interesting case. My man's gonna be Aaron Ramsdale, because I think he is the reason we win the game all in all. Without his saves. By the way, his save for the Madison free kick, my God. Okay, my God. Yeah. You know, the free kick could have been more in the corner. As in, it was a oh, bit... there's, there's always one, isn't there? There's <laughs> always I, one. I, I, if, that, if that goes in, are we are we like yeah free, free kick or are we saying? There's two of my friends because I'm with Oscar here. I don't. I think he made it more harder than it had to be personally. He made it harder. Bearing in mind, he he he, he dropped one way. The ball was in the air. He still went. Um, oh. I don't, I don't think Kendo knows what we're talking about because he said that save is so overhyped it was going wide anyway. Wide? I, I think he's talking about maybe the second half. Right? Oh, me, okay, okay. For me, the, 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 the impressive thing about that save was the follow up from Vardy. Like that, 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 in my opinion, like he was a little sharp. But the free kick save, bro, it was central. It was as central as it gets. Yeah, and, and, and it's gonna hit one handed. The thing is, he was beaten. He was beaten. And he still manages to pluck a save out. He, he shouldn't be beaten from there. He wasn't beaten, though, because he saved it. Yeah, but he, he shouldn't have saved it. He shouldn't have saved it. How have you got that he's, he was beaten? Um, yeah, Lola says, uh, Ramsdale, brilliant passing, uh, clean sheet, clean and a brilliant save. Come on, Ramsdale. Evan, who you got as the player of the week? Does this have to be someone from my own club, or can it be anyone? No, no, no. I'm, well, I'm, well uh, Mark, it could be anyone. Who's your number one? Um, I thought Mark Cucurella was outstanding for Brighton. Um, there's there's some standout performers. Um, you know, Trossard obviously gets a goal, and Wepu had his great goal. Um, it was my first yes. time seeing Wepu play. I thought he was great, but Mark Cucurella is someone who I think can go really far in the game. And if Tuchel yes. stays around uh, at Chelsea for a while, 
I think he should be Chelsea's number one target for that left wing back role if they feel like moving on from what they could. Wow. Interesting. Wow, chilly disrespect. Well, do you see Brighton Brighton put on their Twitter account um, you know, basically an image of Cucurella and it was like having Salah in his back pocket. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, hey, they're, they're, they're a small club trying to trying to increase their social media blueprint. I'll allow it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah. Liverpool fans were not happy, though. <laughs> if you saw the oh, comment underneath that tweet. Hey, We're a sensitive group. It's like, you can't be in the back pocket. Uh, yeah, um, I guess I guess we got to continue on. Um, CFC Hunter says uh, Madison free kick was the camera's fault. It was straight down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you guys are haters, man. I agree, man. This is hateration. But I said it was um, the cameraman's fault. Lola says Kone for being the dark black man in Burnley and still being alive. Hunter <laughs> <laughs> says Kone for player of the week, in my opinion. Yeah, of course, of course, it's your opinion. Um, <laughs> David, yeah, no. play of the week. Come on, guys. Let's get let's get let's get this Reece rounded up. James, Reece James. Ad. Yeah, Rhys James. But I thought Declan Rice had a really really good game as well. Very impactful. Well, I tell you what, Martinez made it, made it made it a lot easier for him, though, didn't he? How's he scoring from that far out? He should never yeah, be scoring no. from that far. Yeah, out. That. But by just him sort of winning the ball on the edge of his own Ernest. box, Chris Carson. Ernest. Ernest. Ernest, who's your player of the week? If you're there. Nah, Three, two, one. <laughs> okay, so Reese James then. It looks like Reese James, Reese James's park gets the player of the week. Player of the week. Uh, Oscar, who has the goal of the week? I, 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 I'm tempted to go Reese James again. Oh, look at him. Look at him. Look I, at him, Jeff. Listen, like Oscar, Oscar, the disrespect. Left foot strike. Absolute belter. Top left foot? Yeah. Yeah. We, it went right foot. He saw both, like left foot, right foot. But the first one was left foot. Screamer. Oscar, put some respect on Cristiano Ronaldo. Because how did he score? Oh, yeah. How did he score from that angle? Someone needs to address. Someone needs to address that to me. No, it was a good finish. It was a really, really good finish. I don't think it's a how did it happen kind of finish. Bro, it was an incredible goal. Well, Lola says CR7. So it I, was I, an incredible goal. He should have never scored that goal. Hunter says corner goal of the week. I actually think, <laughs> I think he's got a shout. And uh, Wood's goal was fantastic. Wood's goal was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reese James' goal was good, definitely. The first one, for sure. Anyone has a mention that I'm not mad at. Mwepo. Mwepo uh, as well, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, pick, uh, pick one, then. I've got I'm, I'm going oh. Cristiano Ronaldo. I, I would give it to Mwepu if I was 100% certain he was trying to do it. I, th- I, think, <laughs> I, I think it's a cross-become shot. Take nothing away from it. It was it was going in the second it left his boot. Um, we, we call it a Theo Walcott cross-come shot. That's yeah, 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 definitely. But yeah. I would I would be have I think I think Ronaldo I think Ronaldo's goal is a bit crazy. But I you know Chris Wood you know let's give it to hey. Chris Wood. You know, uh, Chris Wood, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? Yeah, do you know what? I'm tempted to give it to Ronaldo as well, just because that pass from Bruno Fernandez was inch perfect, like inch perfect. Yeah, yeah. We'll give it to CR. I'll, I'll say CR seven. And Wepu gets an honourable mention. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I really like James. You know, mad tech on a weaker foot, but 
CR7, he's a different breed. Like, you never lose finishing. I don't care. He, he could be playing at the age of 57. He, he, can, he can produce that. Unreal the finish thing. doesn't lose. The finish he doesn't lose. lose. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo gets the goal of the week. Oscar, team of the week. Um, this is a tough one. It is a bit of a tough it's one. A, there's some good, there's, yeah, there's some, golden, there's some goodies in there. Uh, We've got, I, I, I'm going to go Crystal Palace. Yeah, that's my one. You got Crystal Palace for sure. Yeah, winning winning two 0 at the Etihad. Brighton could also have a mention for getting a draw at Anfield. Arsenal winning at the King Power Stadium. Burnley winning three one. West Ham giving Villa four. I mean, you know, there's a lot to there's a lot to uh, to, to digest. Chelsea I'm got going, three. I'm going Crystal Palace, bro. Yeah, the truth of the matter is, yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, Evan. Palace for me too because it's them sort of cashing in on all the bad luck that they've had. It marks what, or it's it's significant in that it marks what people are have been saying about this team is that there's actually something to that despite the results that they had had and you know they were really unlucky because they had conceded what two 90th minute equalizers this season already prior to that Man City yeah. game so that they, they were overdue some luck so I'm I'm gonna give it to Palace. Cool, yeah, and, uh, a lot of people agree. And Boston Andrew says Palace or Arsenal, or Palace. Everyone says pa- Palace or Brighton. Honorable shout out to Arsenal. Um, and then uh, Lola, Hello, Uncle Patrick. Vieira. Whoa. Probably Palace, but they're getting relegated. What? Easy. Oh, what? Um, and Burnley are staying up. That's Easy. a horrible thing. Um, Burnley always stay up. <laughs> Abdi, Abdi says Man United bounce back ability 3 1 win away at a rival ground. Not really a look, rival, but 3 yeah. 0 away at, at, at Tottenham is still a good result and they, they have to be mentioned. They have to be mentioned for sure. Great result, but it's but, not Etihad, yeah. But we're going to give it to Crystal Palace, who's done a also, phenomenal also, job. Also, another Sorry, thing, I have a big up Zaha as well, using, using the dark arts in his favour. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He did indeed. They got the three points, and uh, yeah, the Eagles fly on. Palace, Palace, Newcastle, Norwich, bookmark it. They're all going down. Um, C1 said, what an absolute howler. And I agree, it's a howler. (laughs) It's a howler. Um, David, who's not that guy? I don't don't have anyone this week. What do you mean you don't have anyone this week, lad? I don't have anyone. What do you mean you don't have anyone this week? There's been no howlers, bro. No, there's been there's always howlers. There's always a howler. They've been they've been behaving this week, bro. They ain't been. Oh, can I can I say one? Can I say one? Like I don't know who to give it to, but I just want to give it to this organization as a whole. You are the third most. No, no, wait. You're the third relevant, third most relevant domestic competition in the entire UK, and you decided that you were going to have your first round of games. On a Tuesday, your second round of games on a Wednesday. What well, normally following the Wednesday games, you would have the draw for the next round, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Instead, <laughs> this organization decided that we were going to hold the draw on Saturday so that the draw for the next round, the quarterfinals of this competition, would be held and hosted by Soccer AM. <laughs> a show that hasn't been watched since what 2008 what was the last time anyone on this channel was soccer am <laughs> what you... that question. have i ever watched soccer am an whole episode i tell you what the last time i watched soccer am they used to get women to come out on the stage in oh my god 
<laughs> how old they are. And when the when the girl would go, oh, I'm I'm, I'm 21 years old. Everyone would go, wait, she's wait. 21. <laughs> wait. Wait. Legal. <laughs> Legal. Right. The fact no, that Oscar, you know that. You know the fact that you just the fact that you just reeled that out. Sorry, Oscar. The fact that you reeled out what the what you what you last saw when you watched Soccer AM. They used to bring out chicks in football gear. I can't believe it. What's a howler? What's a howler? It was. I don't know if you ever had the misfortune of having to watch Soccer AM. I'm just. I'm. I'm just. The. I'm just so confused because why is the why is this thing called Soccer AM and you've all seen it but not me? That doesn't really make sense. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, do you know? Do you know? I've never yeah. even noticed that. It's why like, is it called Soccer AM? Why is it called Soccer AM? Why, why, why did you guys? <laughs> why did you guys be watching this and I didn't? Like it doesn't make sense, right? Never in my life. I never understood. I've never even thought about it. I didn't I even think of that. Evan, Saturday morning television on Sky Sports before the kickoff, it starts at like. Wait, Oscar, 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 before you continue, Saturday morning television in the UK, Evan, has been a howler for the last 20 to 30 years. Diabolical. I kid you not. It's a diabolical situation growing so up in the UK. That's, that's another podcast. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast, of course. Oscar, go ahead. Continue. 3M is this show. It, is, it, it, it was hosted by a guy called Tim Lovejoy. It's now hosted by Jimmy Bullard. Remember Jimmy Bullard? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a show where they, they talk about football <laughs> in like a banterist way. It's not serious. Um, but back in the day, before cancel culture existed, back in the early 2000s, it used to be quite laddie, like yeah. like a boys' club. Frat boy. Yeah. So like I yeah. said, they used to get girls to come out wearing football kits, and they'd be like, what team do you support? And obviously they'd be wearing the kit, and the girl would be like, I support Sunderland. Da, da, da. And they'd be like, how old are you? And then the girl would say an age, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, she's, she's legal. It was... It, 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 <laughs> It's a horrible show. But anyway, the point I'm making is uh, the, the, the people, the organization that I'm giving not that guy to is the Carabao Cup because they decided that instead of hosting the Carabao Cup quarterfinal draw after the rounds like you normally do, they were going to put it on Soccer AM. And I had to sit there and watch Soccer AM for about 45 minutes before I realized oh, the, draw, it. the draw was... Because I thought the draw was going to be at the beginning. The draw was taking place at the end of the show. Oh. So it, about, I mean, it worked then, didn't it? <laughs> it got more eyeballs on that screen. Uh, Oscar. Carabao should never do that to me again. That was disgraceful. Oscar, um, can, can we talk about the inception of the Carabao Cup? Because do you remember its first ever third round draw when it became called the Carabao Cup? Do you remember... No. How the draw was taken, oh, when yeah. it was taken, it was in China. where and where it was taken. Yes, it was in China, it was and it was China. done on Periscope. You could only watch it on Periscope. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't start on time. I remember we were leaving the office because it was starting at five eight five p.m. and we were leaving the office. We go, okay, cool. We we'll wait for it, bro. It was like six o'clock. It hadn't started. Bun this. I left. I'm on the bus on Twitter watching their Carabao Cup live draw. And it was an absolute howler. It didn't. It didn't happen for about an hour and a half. And it was. Done, I think it was done in Thailand. It was. I think and it was Man, done somewhere in, in Thailand. In Man City were including this competition when they said they won the quadruple. By the way, most most oh. thing I've ever seen. Jesus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm. I'm that shameless. I was. <laughs> you that shameless. Um, oh, um, man. It says uh, Harold Kane should be not that guy for having one goal in after ten games. Mouth breather. That's not. That's harsh. 
Oh, man. No, I, 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 I remember the last part, by the way. Hold on. Actually, no, no, I already did that one. No, 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 no. I did, did that oh, one. SW6 no. Fandom says, not that guy, the Brazilian League Gremio fans invading the pitch and tearing up the VAR machine. <laughs> 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 I didn't know that happened. Hey, I rate that. Ain't really that league called Serie A as well? <laughs> I love that. Hey, we don't we don't like the system. We destroy the system. I'm with that. Um, yo, that Abdi, he says, what about Saturday Focus? It's actually called Football Focus. Oh, howler. Um, howler. But, uh, I, Abdi, you're not that guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> howler. I mean, to, to be fair, do you blame him? It's not like any of us watch it. Last week's not that guy was actually given to uh, somebody who said a foolish comment on Football Focus. So yes. actually, yeah, 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 funny that. Um, CFC Hunter said, "Who seen Mourinho sprinting?" Yeah. Oh my god! It, what the, the decision that went against him at the last minute? And he speaking, was <laughs> speaking of gimmicks. <laughs> the Italian uh, referees need to calm down. Oh, though, man. Like, me. Yeah, I told Boss like to chill, bro. Now, Boss Lando is disappointed in you, David, because you, you own not that guy. Not that guy is your segment. There so, was no uh, howlers this week, man. Yeah, well, what, what, what about in the front, in the PSG Marseille game where the guy managed to run over to the pitch and, and managed to get that close to Messi? Yeah, he was. I've got to sell you Messi on the pitch. Hey, Boss Lando should get himself for last week's comments, bro. Yeah, he, uh, let's not even go there. Yeah, um, I didn't know. Hey, guys, laughing. checking in late. What's good? Brandon, it's all love. Um, Rich James Player of the Week it's all love we got uh, Brandon we got the Chicago crew um, yeah the Grima fans forced the players to hide in the tunnel that's absolutely yeah. crazy and Brazilian fans <laughs> are just nuts bro I like it bro yeah, Jeff, Jeff Sterling leaving soccer Saturday at the end of the season sad times man they've it actually just the players, the whole... another, another soccer it's soccer Saturday as well Saturday, why, yeah. why what, what is the Rationale for calling it soccer, whatever, when it's catered to UK people. It's a very good question. Guys, it's literally not on TV here. It has never been on TV. (laughs) Dude, I I grew up on Sky Sports. I could get that in California. I could get Sky Sports in California. You can't anywhere. I I could in the 2000s. I've never heard of this program. That is Man, that is crazy. It might just be alliteration, you know? Just because it's two S's together. Yeah. Probably as, as silly as that. Yeah, but that doesn't... Uh, as in Soccer Saturday makes sense, but Soccer AM... Why? To be fair, it sounds better oh. than football, football AM. I disagree. Yeah, I think it sounds the exact same. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, that is so um, funny. I don't know why. Yeah, hmm. I, guess, I guess that's it, though. Unless anyone has another not that guy. Uh, Just Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Um, oh, 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 uh, and, and I mean this in a sympathetic way. This dude's lost so much to injuries. He has no business being in a top six team. Uh, I feel bad for him, but he is far below the level of Liverpool. He's oh, below wait, the wait, level. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Didn't Oxley Chamberlain get an incredible assist? That 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 that's you know it feels funny to say because. Our the our two most impressive goal contributions came from our two worst players against Brighton, wow. which was Ox and Henderson. Henderson incredible shot inside two minutes, I think it was. Oxley Chamberlain incredible assist, probably won't hit a better assist in his entire career, and yet they were the two worst players on the field. That goal was fantastic, but yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean you know, that, that's why that's why you actually got to watch the game, guys. If anyone's that's true, that's true. I, 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 
you know what, Evan? If I lived in California, I would be able to watch three o'clock games. <laughs> I live in London with the the stupid UK rules in which we can't watch three o'clock kickoffs. And, and, and uh, I've learned I've learned all these weird things about the rules and television customs in the UK this summer, and that's definitely one for another podcast because I want to pick your guys' brains on that because that's I hear what, <laughs> I hear what you guys pay and I hear what you get in return. And it's a howler. It's not value for money. It's daylight robbery. It's daylight it's robbery. Daylight robbery. Evan, this season alone, I have ranted on the fact that three o'clock kickoffs are not on TV. I've ranted for about maybe four different episodes about this this stupid nonsensical rule that is so outdated that was invented in the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> think about think about where television was in the sixties. That's when this rule was invented, and it still stands to this day. And Oscar. yeah, I've guys, I watched Chelsea versus Newcastle on a stream that kept cutting out. Do you know how frustrating it was? Was it in English? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, well, I had two. I had two. Come on, one of my laptops sports. One of my phones was not English. But, but by the way, hearing the Arabic commentators say "Hudson Adoy, Hudson Adoy, Hudson Adoy," it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, oh my yeah. god. That, no, I can't stand it. Oscar, do you want to see a howler of fixtures this weekend? Okay, because we're getting seven days of football, ladies and gentlemen. We, we, you've had you've had a little bit of a special tonight. Clocks have gone the, back. The champ- Oh, the clocks have gone back. It is bloody dark, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, it was still dark when, to I left, to? when I left the office. But as much as you got the Champions League football, you got Europa League football on Friday night on Sky Sports. We're going to be entertained by Southampton at home to Aston Villa. Can't wait. <laughs> Those are the games they're putting on TV in the uh, UK, Evan. Uh, Those are the games. I'm not mad and, at that. And why, why are so many games, if, if, if they can't show these games, then why are so many of them kicking off at this time? I don't get it. I swear to it, God. Like, when, when there are two <laughs> game kickoffs, there's like seven of them. Like, I swear. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Southampton Villa, I mean, I'm, I'm not entertained by this at all, not in the slightest. No, However... No, However, on the Saturday, 12 o'clock kickoff, Manchester United at home to Man City. Let's get your predictions. Um, Man, Man City win. City, City. Yeah, they're going to win. They're going to destroy them. It's going to be ugly. City. Yeah. It's weird. If it was at the Etihad, I'd have more faith in United. But because it's at Old Trafford, yeah. it's, 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 it's just wrong. They might hold five again. I can't lie. They might oh. Please in I the vein. I need Oli. I need Oli there for a couple. Yeah, I, I need. I need. No, Oscar, no, do you know what? Yeah, because if yeah, Conte's at Spurs, cool. listen. If Conte's at Spurs, who is left to take over Man United? This could. This could be even more hilarious. I mean, it might be Zidane, but really, Hansa says City two 0 Yeah, comfortable. It'll be a comfortable beating. Yeah, I think it'll be a pamage. <clears throat> Full house, Man City to win away from home at Old Trafford. You want to know what's in the three o'clock kickoffs? Oscar, you're Chelsea at home to Burnley. Unless you're going to the game. I am going to the game. So I'll see Cornet and Chris Wood live in the flesh. Mm. Um, Stand, standing tall up against the... Hopefully, hopefully, we don't get, hopefully we don't get punished by them. Um, but yeah, I think Chelsea win. I think. When's the last time you lost to Burnley? Are you due a beating from them yet? No, we've beaten them pretty regularly. We beat them home and away last year. Um, I think the year before that, I remember beating them at home, but I don't know. I, co- I can't tell you the last time we lost there. I remember, we, guess, guess who we did lose there under Antonio Conte, PR. We suffered that day. But, um, yeah, I don't think Burnley are a bogey team for us. That's a, that's a, I, I thought that was that. Pulisic got a hat-trick, no? 
couple years back. Pulisic did get a hat trick, yeah, yeah, away yeah. on the Lampard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interessant. Chelsea um, win. Yeah, Chelsea win. Phil House. Chelsea win, surely. 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 Even, even even M uh, what's it? Uh, CFC. CFC. <laughs> I nearly call him. <laughs> I nearly call him M Huncho. CFC Huncho. Um, yeah, even you have to believe that Burnley will hold the L. Guess what else is on TV, ladies and gentlemen? What's that? At five thirty, you've got Brighton at home to Newcastle United. Wow, for Flint's sake. <laughs> <laughs> For flip's sake, bro. <laughs> Move on. It's, I'm just like, yeah. it's crazy how you guys are. It's crazy how you guys are reduced to this. Whereas me, I'm kind of just like, how many games can I have going at one time? <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many screens do I have in my apartment? I got one. Do you, you, do you know what? Yeah, for three o'clock goes, You need to stream the game. Share us your screen and just put it on the podcast so we can watch the game. That's what we need yeah. to do. I'll, 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 do I'll do it. I'll do it. Carabao Cup style on Periscope. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> on, on Saturday, Chelsea, Liverpool. And um, Man City yeah, yeah. all played at three o'clock. It was a joke, innit? It? it was an absolute <laughs> farce. And I'm trying to watch this one, and I can't even get a stream that is clear. <laughs> can't get you one. Ah, horrible. It's the fact. It's, 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 it's the fa- well, what were we reduced to on, on Sunday, two o'clock afternoon? Norwich Leeds. Oh, <laughs> oh my okay. God. Yeah, Andy, Andy said, uh, why is the Manchester Derby at 12.30? Kisses my teeth. We're going to lose now, 3-1. <laughs> Like, yeah. like the time makes a difference. That's, that's the reason you're going to lose because it's at twelve thirty. Listen, Luke, at twelve thirty, midnight, seven forty-five. It's going to be the same way, I'm afraid. Look, Luke Shaw will be just coming off a full English. Luke Shaw jokes are too fucked. It's so deep. Luke Shaw is too fucked. He needs the carbs. I, I tell you that he will need the carbs for for Man City because who's he got on the left? Is he? Oh, he's got Mares. Oh, yeah, could be that. Could be not nice. Well, Arden, well, not not Grealish. Oh, okay, Grealish is, will be on the other side, no? No, no, no. no, no. The reason why I asked that is you know 100, 100 million pound man, but he's not quite doing hundred million pound things. But oh, 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 wow, he he will be lifting the title this season, Adrian. Don't you worry. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll I'm gonna see. Let, we will I'm going to let that one slide, Adrian. I'm going to let that one slide. No, no all, all jokes aside, though, all jokes aside, like, what, like, what was the purpose of signing him, if that makes sense? And, and what has he done um, to sort of match that expectation? Look, I think with the Pep situation, you know, it kind of takes time to see what he's trying to do with these players because there's, there's players he's brought in and it's not necessarily kicked off straight away, yeah. but before the end of the season... You, you sort of say, oh, okay, here we go. This is what they're doing. This is what they're up time. To. I'll, I'll give it yeah, time. yeah. Look, look by, by February, we'll, we'll be talking about how good Grealish has been this season. That, that's the honest truth. He'll be, he'll be a contender. I'd even argue a contender for one of the players of the season. He'll be in the top 10, for example. So, ah, no, and when you're under Guardiola, I have no stress. I don't, I don't worry. I would not worry at all. Right, Sunday fixtures. Sunday fixtures, 2 o'clock. By the way, there's, there's three games on at 2 o'clock, yeah? Oscar, Leeds at home to Leicester, Everton at home to Spurs, but the game on TV is Arsenal at home to Watford. Okay. Arsenal home win, mate. 
Yeah, Arsenal should have. I, oh, yeah. know, I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. trust us, though. I don't so, trust. So, us. What, what happens when the clock strikes three p.m.? Does the stream just end and you only get? The first <laughs> no, 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 no. That's on, only on only on Saturdays. Only on is, Saturday. the three, is the three yeah. o'clock uh, okay. blackout? Is the media blackout? It's the it's the Robert Mugabe media blackout at three o'clock on a Saturday. Oh, oh, it doesn't make it doesn't make Man United's first eleven. Sorry for Australia. Last time mentioned last time Greenish went to Old Trafford, did he not score? He did. He did. I thought he did. No, but actually, he, did. he actually might have a point. Under Ollie, does Greenish start for United? Probably. Yeah, not. well, yeah, that's that's, that's the well, preference, isn't that's it? That's the caveat. Yeah. yeah. That's the caveat. Um, Oscar, Os- Arsenal Watford, what do you reckon? Full house? Home? Arsenal win. Watford are woeful. Is that a full house from everybody, yeah? We, we, yeah. We're moving on. Uh, oh. Smells of an embarrassing Arsenal defeat. I can't lie. Do you know what? Yeah, there is a pong. There's a pong. There's a pong in the air. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you're right. There's, there's, there's a scent. You know, it's a sock that's been worn three days in a row that I am smelling. <laughs> You know, I can, Wait, I, can, I can smell some fuckery. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy! I can smell some... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, there's, honestly, there's... I agree. Watford are horrible. 2-1 Arsenal. Man, Ranieri, bro. If it, was, if it wasn't Ranieri, I'd say Arsenal, comfortable home win. Ranieri, man, you don't know what... Mm. He's, he scored five at Goodison, man. Yeah. Good he got sake. five. <laughs> What's he got five? Listen, Saar... Ismail Saw, people like that, they're going to give Matt, our guys a horrible time. Mm-hmm. A horrible time. That's all I'm saying, anyway. Everton at home to Spurs. What do we, where do we reckon this will go? That's going to be a snooze fest, but draw. You think so? You don't think Conte will be in there straight away, bro? It's getting up at Everton, huh? Sticking yeah, one up at Everton. Conte, I mean, we don't really, let's not... Oscar, Conte, uh, spoiler alert, Conte will be Tottenham manager tomorrow morning. Okay. Spoiler alert, Okay. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Exclusive, Actually, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 no. Exclusive on Sky Sports, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. He is, he, he is the manager tomorrow morning. Yeah, that tomorrow is morning. Exclusive from Sky Italia. <laughs> Sky Italia. Um, yeah, no, I think I think uh, that's going to be a draw. Like, Boss Lacando said 1-1. I, no. I can see it being a draw. I think Everton <laughs> needs to bounce back. And I don't see how you cultivate anything good out of that Spurs side at the moment because... Guys, I guess the side that's organised, they're going to struggle. Let's not have short-term memory. How many goals do you think Harry Kane has scored against Everton? Because here's what I, here's, here's what I tell you now: get him in your fantasy team and captain that bad boy. That's all I'll say. I'm not doing that. Wow, how many? About seven. At least seven. Mm-hmm. Just just get him in your squad. By the way, that in, in Premier League history, this feels like it's the most drawn game in history in Premier League. <laughs> It does. It does. I'm, I'm just, just sort of Google it. Everton Spurs. <laughs> it's a one all, it's a two two. Yeah, it's that. always a yeah, it's always a draw. It's always a draw. What do we reckon? Anybody else got anything on this game? Everton no. Spurs? No other, than I, other than I'm definitely not watching it, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see you wanna see the Everton ah. crowd get on Rafa's back. Yeah, the, there's, time the, him. there's something about a tactical battle between Antonio Conte and Rafa Benitez that just oh. doesn't seem appealing. I don't know. I, I didn't even realize that recipe. That is a horrible recipe. Yeah. Rafa and Conte. God. Mm. Mo Salah has more goals than Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kane scored a lot against Arsenal, but didn't this season. That's a very good point. 
It's a very good point. Son's the score and prove once again he's the main man at Spurs. What was what was uh, Son's last goal? Newcastle, maybe. Yes, Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. What did he score against Newcastle? I swear he did. Ken scored. Yeah, did Son? I, th- I think they scored three. Did Son, three did Son not score the first goal? Endombele scored as well. Yeah. Oh no, Endombele scored the first goal. I remember. I can't remember. And Nobele mm. scored, Kane scored. No, no, Kane, no, Kane, Kane, Kane had an assist, no? I think, yeah, Kane, Kane got a goal and assist. I don't remember if Son scored. That's what I'm saying. Really? I think it was a tap-in. Yeah, no, like he scored. He scored. So, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah I, I, I remember him celebrating. That's all I can remember. Yeah, I anyway. Kane assisted him. Leeds at home to Leicester. Contrasting Adama, Bergwijn as wing-backs. Pia, I thought we only did predictions for the big teams. Why would you... Sorry, Because you don't talk about Leicester City, like, giving it large, giving it the big one. West Ham Liverpool, man. All right, I was getting there. West Ham at home to Liverpool, 4 30 kickoff on Sky Sports, baby. Oh, is that Sunday night? That's a Sunday evening game. Yeah, man, that's something to watch. West Ham versus Liverpool. Yeah, I'm going to go for a draw. We discussed it a little bit, and I felt like West Ham are really, really good shape at the moment. Um, Liverpool are always going to score goals. So, yeah, I go for a, a score draw. Do West Ham have any injuries? Not that I know of. Because if no. if they're a fully strength side after you know after the Europa League, I think they beat Liverpool. Uh, just Especially, for context, for context, yeah. guys, I just want to add: um, Thiago and Fabinho could have played against Brighton, but they weren't wrists. So if they if they if they were oh. in contention and weren't wrists just the other day, then they almost certainly are playing next weekend. So. Well, Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. The yeah, man has spoken. Fabrizio. We got to Honcho. Fabrizio has spoken. Ha, have you seen the real? Yeah, I'm on the tweet now. I'm, oh, I just yeah. showed it. Blue tick. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. White, question, white yeah. tick cards, white tick cards. Come on. Um, does anybody... Uh, there's nothing to say. We, we spoke about Conte already, haven't we? There's nothing to say there. Yeah. Antonio. West Ham 3-3. We're guaranteed to score a beautiful counter-attacking goal like we do every year. <laughs> well, at West Ham, yeah? If, if Fabinho and Thiago play, then we're going to pam them. Like our, our, our record when Fabinho and Thiago play together in midfield is Unreal. insane. Insane. Like, yeah. And the proofs in the pudding, the way we play is fantastic as well. Yeah, I mean, the, our, our turning point last season after our woeful January was when Klopp was just like, fuck it, no more Fabinho at centre-back. I need Fabinho and Thiago in the midfield together. We need as much normalcy as possible while things are clearly not normal. Well, was Leipzig the first game? Like, I seem to remember from Leipzig onwards, like our season was... Yeah, yeah. After after that, we, we didn't lose in the league. We went on that crazy run for the Champions League. So... Big up, huh. SBO genius. You're a legend. Uh, <laughs> Guys, that, ladies and gentlemen, wraps up the bumper podcast that we've had this weekend. Fab tweeted right now about Conte. Yep, for a bit, you have done it. It is happening, people. Conte versus Benitez on Sunday. And it's not on TV, you know? It's not on TV. How long? For, for us, it's huh? not. Oh, for, for us, us, it's not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Instead, you're going to get a dose of uh, Arsenal-Watford. <laughs> Enjoy that. Because <laughs> be, it won't be that entertaining, I tell you that much. Um, that... Ladies and gentlemen, wraps up this week's top four podcast. Big up to Evan, special guest on the on on the on the pod this week. Uh, Remember his YouTube channel. Um yes, Evan's 
podcast is linked below. Football it's talk, Liverpool talk. Yeah. Huh? It's not a podcast. It's Sorry, a YouTube, YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube channel, YouTube yes. It's Same thing. thing. Same thing. He's got a solid microphone and, and uh, everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen... Wraps up this week's top on that bombshell, people. We are going to wrap up this week's top four podcast. Make sure you catch us back here next week, Monday, eight PM. British? No, we're not even British standard time. What's this? What's the time now called? GMT now? Is it GMT now? Greenwich Mean Time? Okay, Greenwich Mean Time. It is eight PM Mondays. See you then. Peace. Later, people. Peace.